Hey guys, it's Christina. This is Vox and Guest, and I'm joined by a distinguished panel of gentlemen today. Look at this, the the professionalism, the couture, the beard hair, the the head hair, the I'm not gonna ask wherever else there might be hair hair, but it's there there, I'm sure. Look at this. This is first aid spray. How the hell are you guys doing? Look at them. We're They're doing so pretty. super good. We are so happy to be here. Definitely so happy pretty. to be here. So pretty. I'm happy that you are here. I'm happy all the three of you are here because um, I know that um, Adam and Andy, you guys are kind of the fresh faces of the band for the most part. But uh, but Justin, bring in the brain, the big brain. Check <laughs> out the big brain on Justin. Um, so I'm glad that the whole gang is here. Um, so why don't you guys say, you know, quick Hello, introduce yourselves, and then we'll get down to it. I'll start. I'm Adam. I uh, sing, uh, quote, unquote, sing and play guitar. <laughs> um, I'm Andy. I play the drums, and I don't even sing. I would say it's just vocals. <laughs> there, there you go. That's, that's not You singing, make noises with your face. Okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Sometimes okay. they're to the key of the music. Sometimes they're not. You just got to wait and find <laughs> out. Yeah, whatever whatever right, happens. Uh, I'm Justin. I play the bass, and I learned all their songs, and I remember them better than they do. <laughs> also true. This yep. surprises true. me zero point zero percent because I get the feeling the two of them are the wheel, and you're kind of the hamster. So yeah. I think we just you just sort of keep it on track. That yeah, was but it. we're we're the handsomest wheels ever, right? Dude, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. greased, baby. That's <laughs> greased and and just uh, shiny and 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 lubed up with first aid spray, really. So, um, <laughs> all right, guys. I know you guys like to have a good time. And I know that you like to have a lot of fun, but we we tackle some serious issues on this show. Okay. Yeah, and um, so I'm going to start with one of them. All right. And I, I want all three of you to think about it. You know, don't don't just off the top of your head. This is like really world changing kind of stuff here. Okay. Are you are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Hold on to whatever you need to. Uh, it's all under the desk anyway. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Could each of you individually or as a band beat a honey badger in a fight? Oh, 100%. Yeah, no question. Yeah, Ooh. I don't I, yes. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to say that I'm a great fighter, but but I am. But, <laughs> I he doesn't want to say it. He will, but he doesn't want to say it. That would be pounded into the ground when I got done with him. It would be, it would be a ground badger when I was done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do know they're mean. They're feisty. They have attitude and swag. They haven't met me yet. That's right. You seen the size of his base? <laughs> Don't stand. That's a, a very personal question, but uh, <laughs> Justin, I'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. He slaps that <laughs> yeah. base like it's a honey badger. I've seen him slap a string. He could slap a bee. Which what was it? Honey, honey badger. Honey badger. Not a beaver. Well, maybe. <laughs> honey beaver. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we didn't. We could talk about whether Justin slaps beavers at another time, but um, <laughs> we'll stick with the honey badgers. For, so you guys aren't even. This is not even a, a consideration. This is just a full-on oh, yeah. confidence level ten. Ten out of ten. You're just that the honey badgers. You don't care if they're having a bad day. Maybe they've had Taco Bell and they're just they're gunning for it. You're just you're gonna you're gonna just beat the shit out of the honey badgers. You're done. Yeah, and then we put them in our next music video. There you go. Ooh, I like it. And if you ever shave the beard, Andy. I could, yeah. Honey badger. Badger beard. Yeah, there you beard go. Mark. Hold on, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I get I get uh, proceeds from every single idea that I have on the show that people use. So just keep in mind, I'm getting badger beard um, residuals at some point here. So okay, is your so beard you guys not wild are... enough? Badger beard, my first badger age. Badger beard. I managed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we are. They, look at this. This is a band that knows their capabilities. They are not even blinking at the honey badger. I'm kind of wishing now that I had been able to ask you the hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck thing, but whatever, but that's fine. We'll, we'll get to that later on. <laughs> Maybe. Sounds like math. It, yeah, no, we'll have to throw that to Justin. because yeah, yeah. so. All right, so you guys are, um, I first saw one of your reels a couple months ago, and I was uh -oh. like, it was on mute, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so I unmuted it and I played it and I was like, all right, these guys are a ruckus, like a complete, they're just hilarious and whatever. And, and I think that my, my guess is that most people who know you um, may either have found you through or at least strongly link you to your reels and your videos because you do a lot of them. Um, yeah, and they're, yeah, they're always funny. Um, even <laughs> doing your trivia or whatever, like it's always funny. So before we get into anything else, I'm just wondering how, is this just, this is how you guys are all the time. I expect you're just a ruckus 24 seven, or is this mainly for social media and you're all sitting there, you know, reading, uh, you know, when we're, or whatever. Uh, when we're home, uh, we're, we're in our Bible studies and we're yeah. testing our uh, math skills and, you know, constant pop quizzes of 42 times nine. Well, you've heard our trivia. You know how much we study. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I'm guessing that's not occupying a ton of time in the first no. aid spray studio, but yeah. Uh, okay. So, I but don't no, think I it's, mean, it's not for social media. It's, it's a, we're a lighthearted group. We, we have fun at practice. We look forward to it. We, look forward to shows we we know we're not uh maestros we're not the best at our instruments so but we have the most fun and i think it shows and it helps yeah if you can't have fun doing it then what's the point you know I hear it's, you, you know yeah, otherwise it's just work our know? music is not hard to play <laughs> but it's fun it sounds it like a challenge fun. for people watching to see whether they can do it or not justin um I, I i generally don't like to chastise um Are guests on the show but could you just keep it down a little yeah. Bit? Yeah, for sure. seriously there are other people here um who want to talk to so really just like you know slow your roll dude <laughs> how do you keep up with these two because you seem a little more I don't I just, even know what the word or a little less something. Or I just take the back seat and let them do their thing. Because uh, like the uh, the TikToks and the reels and stuff, I, it's not really my thing so much. But when they have ideas, I'll do them and I'll try and put uh, some effort into them. But, uh, just some. Not a yeah, lot. Yeah, just some. <laughs> just some. But yeah, I just watch some, you know, I'll crack jokes sometimes. But uh, yeah, I'm typically just watching them do their thing and laughing at them. He's got dry British humor. He'll crack yeah. some jokes, and I have to like sit and think, like, oh, wait, he's making fun of me. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing a lot of that. After a small delay, Andy realizes yeah. he's being mocked, and then he yeah. also thinks and that's it's funny. Fine. So there that's we go. how we go. We 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 don't take any offense to anything. We just have fun. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We have fun. Yeah. yeah, you're having a good time. Well, no, and I think it shows up um, in your social media. It shows up in the music too. So. I'm going to get the, this is the Barbara Walters retrospective of first aid spray. 
Oh. I'm going to get deep into this. I want to know how did the three of you each get into music and then how did you hook up with each other? And then how did you meet? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'll <laughs> no, start. I'm just kidding. I, uh, I don't know if you've hooked up with each other or not, but yeah. How did the, <laughs> how did the three of you, like, I, like, were you guys musicians from when you were little kids? Is it newer? And then how'd you become a band? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's funny because my parents, uh, both of my parents, they prefer silence over anything. So, you know, no, I, I, I didn't have any music growing up. Um, really? Uh, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I was into video games. I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That's how, that introduced me to just a wide range of music tastes. And sure. um, so one year I asked, uh, as a little kid, I asked my parents uh, for a drum set and I wanted to be a drummer. And so that Christmas I woke up to a nice brand new acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Your parents were like, we like silence. Yeah, Drums yeah. are the opposite of that. <laughs> and so uh, let's get him so a guitar. Okay. I knew I noodled around with that for a little bit. Uh, then I, I worked my way up to an electric guitar and, you know, just kind of bounced back and forth uh, through lessons and self teaching and just kind of learning uh, enough to get by. And then, uh, and then I took a hiatus for a little while and, you know, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder and uh, I picked it back up and met Andy and the rest was they call history history except it's actually currently happening so, <laughs> okay, so, so you um so you that doesn't sound like your hiatus ended all that long ago then yeah it was actually uh uh man because we formed first aid spray what 2020. No, it would have been, I think, it would have been 2021, 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, I, COVID hit, obviously, and that's when uh, everybody decided, you know what, I'm going to take up learning an instrument or take, you know, go back to, you know, I'll finally finish that home project that I'm going to do or whatever. You either needed to learn an instrument or make sourdough bread. Those were your or, two yeah, options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we got chickens like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, 2020 hit and, uh, you know, I picked that guitar up again to try to pass the time. I made a uh, 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 Instagram account for music and just tried to stay as creative and uh, just every day try to try to better myself every day on that. And, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So not that long ago. So, all right. Andy, it, it, it seems pretty clear that you need to pick up the ball on this story. What about you? When did you, was baby Andy just banging away on pots and pans or? Oh man, I remember my journey uh, back in the nineties. I remember my mom had a uh, Aerosmith, uh, uh, the big ones, VHS, and had like all their music videos and their tour. And I remember seeing Joey Kramer from Aerosmith banging on the drums. I, mm -hmm. I was like fourth grade. I was like, I want to do that. So I remember asking for drums for that that Christmas as well, and being robbed just as well. They gave me like this <laughs> Yamaha electric pad, which, come on, you want the bass drum, you want the cymbals. So I got that. Yeah. So fell fell out of love with drums real fast with that. And then, uh, yeah, like everybody else, I did middle school band. You know, that was my. Okay. I just was trumpet. You know, Same. good old trumpet. <laughs> trumpet. Okay. Yeah. Trumpet. Wow. And then. Um, I wanted to do percussion 
didn't work out. The music instructor said, no, there's other people that are better. Which they were. <laughs> and then, Thank you, music teachers. Very, yeah. very encouraging. And <laughs> then towards the end of learn, high school. But not that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> learn something else is what I was told. Uh, and then high school or end of high school and beginning of college, I wanted to get back into percussion and uh, bought a drum set and just never stopped from there. And I played in plenty of bands. I got to do some fun stuff. I got to uh, drum with Salt and Peppa at a uh, 90s kind of show here in Kalamazoo. What? Coolio, rest in peace. I got to meet him, stand backstage and play with him. What? So that was cool. So I got to I got to see that side of it. I mean, 25 years past their prime, but I got to see the backstage life and all that fun. So I've been drum with huge people. It was just Salt awesome. Peppa, to, to take that as a compliment, um, 25 years past your prime, but the, you know, he loves you anyway. But okay, yeah. So you, you, you played drums? With salt and pepper? Well, I played in uh, like uh, right before them. They had a band like fill in. Oh, you were like, on a ticket with them. Okay, yeah, we were I on a ticket with them. Okay. So I got to play I was like, alongside. I don't even think I was like, do they, do they even have a drummer? But yeah, okay. So no, but back. I played with the DJ and I played along to the songs he was spinning and just kind of just did that kind of like a Travis cool. Parker DJM thing back when they did that. Yeah. I'm wondering then, if when you met Coolio, did you do your beard? Like his hair? I, I, I was a clean-shaven boy at the time. Oh, okay. Because this would have been a spectacular look, I could tell. Oh, like, I know. Look, look how all... great that looks. Just, you know. Yeah. yeah Think about it. Some... Think about it. You know, yeah, it, it, you can switch it to the, the honey really badger. Yeah. I know. I'm like a That's beard. True. I'm like a beard inventor today. It's like a weird niche for <laughs> me that I didn't know beard, I'd be filling, but okay. Badger beard, coolio badger, beard. Yeah, you know, we could just, and yeah. I mean, the possibilities are, okay, so you you had a taste of bigger time yeah that was a lot of fun and then i uh actually started working a job with adam at a place here in michigan and uh we worked together for a couple of years and realized like hey we both like playing music so we'd hang out and play music but we didn't get into first day spray and start taking it serious till like you know a year ago or so okay so but we've just been every day like posting videos like you see like it's a it's a 24 7 machine that would <laughs> operate in here oh yeah I don't let all the jokes fool you we work hard oh no sure. i i no i i actually i if you guys were just funny i don't think i would have necessarily been interested enough to have you on because funny only takes you so far you know um yeah. you know like any great and not that you guys are parody um musicians at all but any great parody musician like tenacious d weird al the reason that they're successful is because they're funny as hell but their music is really good like it's really right. good yeah. so yeah. you know being able to be funny like you are if you were only funny but you weren't good at what you do it, you know yeah our songs yeah. aren't necessarily funny the songs are more i mean some of them are funny some <laughs> of them elbow are definitely song is funny. funny the elbow song <laughs> is like, very funny yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like we're writing like weird al parody songs they're still yeah. like fun songs real songs yeah, yeah absolutely that, yeah that's the no, thing definitely. is like uh you know we might not take ourselves too seriously but we take what we do seriously and you just try to like we said just try to have as much fun with it as we can while we do it that's right yeah and that's no, where no, first that's... spray comes from yeah, well, that's that's another question coming up. So, all right. So, Justin, I'm assuming that, um, you know, you were um, 
walking along the side of the road and these two just abducted you and threw you in the trunk and forced you to play bass or like <laughs> that's more or less you, what happened yeah. how did you end up uh, getting into music in the first place and then how the hell did you hook up with these two well it was uh during the guitar hero era of course uh okay. i was just playing guitar hero a lot and i was really good at it i got it for christmas uh one year and uh, i went and visited my family and my uncle was like, hey, you're pretty good at that. You ever think about playing real guitar? And I said, mm. no, never, like not at all. Uh, but he was like, I have one of your dad's old guitars if uh, you want that. I was like, okay, sure. So he, he gave it to me and I just uh, I just started practicing it pretty much every day for about nine years. I was super consistent with it. Wow. Uh, mostly self-taught, like the internet and YouTube has so much information. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it took me, I would say it took me a lot longer to get to where I should have been because I didn't take lessons, but uh, I got to a pretty good place, I'd say. And then, so that's, that's most of that journey. Um, and then let's see, I was just, I kind of fell out of music for the last four or five years and I was looking to uh, get back into it and I really wanted to play a pop punk band. And the thing is around here, pop punk was dead for like the last uh, probably 10 years like nobody was playing pop punk bands yeah and, but it seems like it's having a resurgence there's like actually a few around here and uh, a friend of mine zach i was networking with him and we were you know shopping around to find uh find a band to play with and he told me mm -hmm. about first aid spray and i was like all right i'll check it out so i messaged andy and uh showed up and i had learned the songs adequately and they seemed <laughs> happy with it so uh i i gotta stop right there he when we practice, we forget our own songs that we wrote, and we both will just look at Justin and be like, "Is this right?" And Justin will be like, "No, it's supposed to be this." And we're like, "Oh, okay, good. Yeah. At least somebody knows what's going it's on." Definitely happened a few times. Yeah. I love that he's the archive of your music that he yeah. was not oh, yeah, there yeah. when you put it together. And yeah. he didn't come around. We started. At, I want. I want to say he didn't come around till probably like five months into me and Adam writing the songs and stuff. So. Yeah, I think it was around February this year that I joined. Yeah, yeah. so okay. he hasn't been around as long, but he's better at the songs than we are. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. It was just great. Step one of Justin just replacing everyone in yeah, first yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, be, be like the Borg. It's just going to be Justin doing everything at some point. You know, just like. But it's so great when we added him because Adam was recording all the bass tracks and stuff on the songs till we found a bassist and yeah, his bass playing is actually really really freaking good but justin over here he's just oh, taking he, it to a whole new level blows like, me out of the water right? like there's parts i'll just like mouth base like, they're so catchy and like even my <laughs> daughter she's four years old and there's parts in her songs where it pauses and there's just a little bass diddle. yeah 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 and my daughter will sing along to just the bass parts and that's how you know it's catching you got four-year-olds like oh you might have a little bass player on your hands there yeah. to be picking yeah. that out just, yeah, justin yeah yeah has definitely left his mark on the band yeah. for sure with so, yeah, I always I always feel like, especially in pop punk, bass is underutilized, but there's so much absolutely. room, especially when you're just playing power chords, that like you can do a lot with it. So just. <laughs> he, he <laughs> isn't just playing power chords, but when there are the power Justin chords, I really like Justin is quiet, but movie. deadly when he strikes. <laughs> That's just, yeah, you watch out just for doing it. <laughs> no, but I know, I know what you mean with, with pop punk, punk in general, like there's so much high end. You know, everything oh, yeah. is just all up here. You know, the guitars are squealing and the, you know, the usually it's la, da, da, like all the vocals are up there. And and you're right. There's not that much balancing on the low end. So it, it's a it's a it was and I think it's one of the things that makes your music 
more danceable because if you've ever seen people try to dance to just like straight punk music it's hard. it it's... looks like a bunch of people in like a a, a hadron collider or something they're just <laughs> yeah, sort of banging. nobody knows what the hell you know what are you gonna mosh around with but your stuff actually has a groove to it that you know i think is is makes it more interesting than the average pop punk band even if you're just um playing chords or whatever it is that you're doing Adam, whatever little bit that you're, you know, just doing there. But okay, so you guys, oh, you guys all seem to have had similar, like, okay, I want to do that, and then somebody said no, <laughs> and then you kind of, <laughs> except for you, Justin, which I, I, it amuses me that Guitar Hero, I think, is like the only video game where people will watch you succeed at it and be like, you know, you should do that for real. Like oh, yeah. nobody watches people play Grand Theft Auto and go, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, have you ever thought more, about driving around town should. and setting things on fire and picking have up hookers? Like, I have. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, well, now that you mention it, you know, um, I do have a degree in that. But no, I, 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 I and it's funny because I know some people who will say that they were good at Guitar Hero. And then when they tried to play an actual guitar, they could not do it at all because obviously it's a different thing. But um, you actually managed to to translate from the game to to playing a yeah. real guitar. So well, good for you. It, it helped that I had a friend too who he had a guitar, but he never really played. So I I'm really competitive, and I had a constant drive to be better than him. And he didn't okay. have that drive so much. So once, uh, <laughs> but th that really helped fuel me. I think because we were learning a lot of the same songs, we had a lot of the same music taste, and then. Uh, but it was clear once once he realized I was better, he kind of dropped out and didn't want to do it as much. So he's just I'm gonna, have to, I'm, you. I'm gonna have to interview that guy, and he's just gonna be like, oh, <laughs> "My name is Doug. I had a dream, and Justin just ruined it for me. And I now I don't do anything. I just live in a box in my you house. Are, yeah, you I have a house. To play but Call of Duty a lot more. Yeah, so. you've just ruined him. That's it. He's done. I I also <laughs> like that you found the sweet spot of. Wanting to be better than someone who wasn't particularly ambitious because your effort level gets to be a lot lower there. It's the guy who's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. set the bar real low. You're like, so I'm going to be better than you. And he's like, okay. And I should <laughs> yeah. clarify, by me being better than him, I was so absolute shit, but. Wow. And then you you are you are a sniper, man. He is, he's quiet, but he's deadly. So far you've managed to just reduce adam to, to to chords and this guy was you were so much better than him and he sucked ass and you're like well there you go so okay well, i'm gonna I do watch out say, for you i'm walking I'm on eggshells here <laughs> before i go too far uh down this uh adam has made a lot of grooves and a lot of riffs that i never would have come up with that i think are really good and really contribute to the uh the groove you're talking about yeah so no don't worry I'm, I'm messing with you guys but I, I i i totally get that you guys seem to be um very much of one mind and appreciate each other because i don't think you could have as much fun doing what you're doing if you didn't enjoy playing together like it's just it's oh yeah I, you know i've been in bands where i don't like the people i'm playing with and even if the music sounds good it's just you don't you're not having any fun because it's like it, it, gotta hang it, out with to these me people. it translates if you're not having fun playing the the, the crowd yeah. or the recording or whatever is going to feel that and it's just, absolutely you know absolutely what's the point oh yeah man That's we played right. a show last weekend man smiles the whole time we all were it's i watched yeah. videos i was like dang there's a blast we, we have fun up there you can see it that does not surprise me in the least little bit. I mean, you guys have fun when it's just one of you doing whatever it is that you want to do. The three of you on stage, I can only imagine. So, it's okay, so 
you guys, I, you know, when I was listening to everything on Spotify, um, and for those who don't know who haven't heard it yet, it's just been about two weeks, right, that you released the latest album? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. To Be Expected came out June 30th. 30th. Okay, and um, so it is um, it is it is definitely a first aid spray production. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, you've got it. you've got all the all the bells and whistles on this one, but you um, you have a you have a bunch of stuff out actually, and it seems like if we're having only been together for like two ish years officially. Um, you're putting out things pretty quickly. So, I mean, we're going to get to all the talking about that, but why don't we let everybody hear before we get any further, one of first aid sprays new songs. Um, so you wanted to play left to give from right. to be inspected, right? Okay. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about the, you know, say anything about the song before we roll it? Sure. Um, it is, uh, as you'll be able to tell by just, tone of it in the first like 10 seconds it's very heavily uh blink 182 influenced which right. i grew up that was my first cd that i had to buy a second copy of because i burnt out the first one like enema <laughs> of the state was my that was my lifeline and young sixth grade andy it was a good time uh so and adam's got a very similar love for blink 182 so it's very heavily influenced by that and uh we had uh, Mama's Maiden Studio make a music video for us for it. And that, shout out to them. They are, can't get better than that. Good. That's right. We love Mama's Maiden around these parts. So Yep. So shout out to her. She did an amazing job. So it incorporated like that feeling that we like to think our music puts out, like the skateboarding vibe, which we, I love skateboarding. It's been, I've been doing that since I first started hurting myself, which has been like 12 with skateboarding, breaking bones and having fun. And... <laughs> There's wipeouts in the video. It just, it reminds me of growing up. It's awesome. So she, she nailed it. She nailed the feeling of the song. And uh, what do you guys think about the song? Stop talking. Uh, it's just funny. It's one of those things where uh, uh, that guitar riff, it was, it, that's a guitar riff that I wrote as a kid in my, in my bedroom that just, you know, when you're bored watching TV and you're just kind of, you know, diddling around, that was the riff I came up with. And, uh, oh, wow. you know, so when we were uh, trying to write a song, you always go back into that vault and it's like, okay, what did I have before? Yeah. Oh, here's a riff that I came up with a long time ago. And oh, wow. it's, it's funny because now I, I'm getting to the point where I'm running out of old riffs that oh, I can no. rely on. And I'm like, oh no, now I got to figure out something new. Ah! <laughs> Damn it. I have so. to write something now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, if you're still, if you're still going through your old catalog, you must've had a bunch of them stored up, but oh, okay. That's really cool that that we'll talk more about that after the video plays, but Justin, you got any uh, pearls uh, to drop on this one? Yeah. The, well, this was one where they had the drums and the guitar written and Adam hadn't written a bass line yet. Uh, and he's like, you want to take a stab at this one? I was like, yeah, sure. And there was a, there's a part where the, the guitar and the drums drop out. And he was like, uh, I don't really, I don't really know what to do there. Uh, if you figure something out, go for it. So that's where I came up with the, uh, just the little bass line where it's like, do, 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 do. And that yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah. that yeah. his daughter always sings. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all I really have to add to it. It's huge with four-year-olds yeah. in Andy's <laughs> yeah. house. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Get them while they're young. It is the number one bass line among four-year-olds in Andy's house and, and really, yeah. I mean, what, what what better accolade could you get so all right you guys just buckle up 
you know, strap in whatever the hell you're going to do. We're going to roll left to give from to be expected by first aid spray. I mean, just the raw animal sex appeal steaming off of it. It's just <laughs> he uh, raw dogged it. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you end up hooking up with Kimmy at Mama's Maiden? Did I mean I know everybody? You know, she's making a big name for herself, well deserved. But uh, was that in the works for a while, or was that like a last minute thing? How did um, you guys end up? I uh, was talking to her, and uh, we were in the video game. One of our songs, a couple of one of her songs, is in uh, the Depths of Insanity video game. Right. Yeah. She was a big part of that as well. Available on Steam. Make sure you check it out. Depths of Insanity. Depths of Insanity. Sloppy Joe Studios. Follow them if Sloppy you're not. Joe. Not the first um, shout out to Sloppy Joe on this show. Absolutely. So yeah, Kimmy. Uh, I talked to her and she wanted. She said she wanted to do that. She was looking for people that were in the game to make a music video for. And mm -hmm. I said for sure. <laughs> I said us, please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You're not going to say no. <laughs> no, and she made it beautiful because typically when I saw her posting stuff, it was more of like a fantasy kind of darker yeah. imagery. And I was like, man, I wonder what she's going to do for us because oh, yeah. that's not us. And I was I was so excited when I saw it. She did 
Oh, she, she did, did an awesome thing. job. She nailed it. Yes. No, that's one of the, the best things about her work is that whatever the project is, she gets the she gets the assignment right away and then she just knocks it out of the park. So I, there is a reason that everybody wants to work with Mama's Maiden Studio at this point. So definitely did right by you. And and I think it's um, it's cool because you guys do have so much personality, even you, Justin. You don't like to admit to <laughs> it, does, it, but you, but you do. Yeah, you do. You're 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 quiet, but you're you're powerful. Um, you know. Um, and and I think anything that that captures what you guys are about, especially alongside the music, because you know I can't. There, there's only you. You couldn't have a super serious video. <laughs> <laughs> it just actually would be really Challenge funny accepted. once if you did that. You really should do that. You should just have something that's just like dark and epic, and then just be like, "Dan it, Dan it." Okay, watch this. I'm gonna stare into the camera. You can't take this serious. Okay. See, <laughs> it doesn't even look right. It just, it just it, the clouds start to get real dark, and rain starts to come down. It's just like it's not us. Ah! Yeah. If Andy doesn't have a smile on his face, I don't recognize him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, I would, I would find, you know, and and speaking of, of recognizing, I'm glad you did not decide to shave the beard. I know you yeah, were I got debating. a lot of feedback for that. Be like, no, don't do it. I'm all right, except for my wife. She's like, you should do it. <laughs> I love that you listen to everyone but your wife. <laughs> I feel like if it was going to be like the Facebook community of people who don't know you or your wife's opinion, and you were like. Go with the Facebook community because I think she loves me and I love her, so she's she loves it. Plus, all of your life force is probably in your beard at this point. It really is. I it would be like like when Superman they closed down, you know, the Fortress of Solitude, and he was just like some dude in a diner getting beat up. Like if you shave your beard, I've heard him drum without a beard. (laughs) He can't keep a beat. It's all in his beard. So That's it. it's there's a rule. Actually, there's actually tiny hands under the beard that hold the stick. It's like rat tattooey. There's just some like small <laughs> mollusk in there directing all of your skill. I got you. Okay, yeah. No, all right. Well, good. We we still have bearded Andy. That's a very good thing. So okay. So you guys are um, you know, obviously define yourself as a pop punk band. And and you know, I hear so many of those influences in your music. And when I make these comparisons, I'm always careful to say that they're always meant to be complimentary and not to imply that anybody's ripping them off. You know, it's just, it's reminiscent of things. So, I mean, I was hearing Blink-182, I was hearing Weezer, I was hearing Offspring, I was hearing Green Day, I was hearing, you know, Presidents of the United States of America, Papa Roach, and and even Outkast, which kind of like Stumble. I'm I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, and but like Outkast, if they covered Skater Boy, but made Skater Boy better, and I was just kind of like, all right, and and I had so much fun listening through to everything because you guys, and I hear what you're saying about you know, our band says the same thing all the times. We take our music, but not ourselves seriously because it's just you, you, you know. It, it can deflate things if you're too self-important about the music that you're making. And especially with the kind of music that you guys are making, it's, I think it's all about fun. You know, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going to score, a, you know, a party with a first aid spray album, not like a funeral or something. So right. like, um, but I mean, when you guys are writing 
Um, do you, and I, I want to get into the songwriting process and, and all of that. Cause I got a little taste from Justin that, you know, he came in on left to give and, you know, lay down a baseline that wasn't already in existence. But I mean, some of the stuff I gather Andy and Adam, you guys put together before Justin came into the picture. So there were pre-existing baselines. So when you're sitting down to write an album, do you get an idea for a bunch of songs at once? Do you just get ideas for one song and then you keep you wait until you have enough and put them in an album? And how do you go from, you know, how do you get an idea for a song? Is it a riff? Is it a is it a beat? Is it a is it a baseline? Is it you know different for every song? What's your uh, process? It it really is different for just about every song, but but for the most part, Andy will just come up with a drum beat two two and a half three minutes worth of drums and he just says here you go and you kind of just creatively vomit and what comes out is kind of just the 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 structure of the song and then from there you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do differently okay. what you like what you don't like and you know kind of make the puzzle pieces fit and uh you know, the, uh, there is one song, Elbow Song, that uh, that's probably our first song that Andy said, hey, I've got a chorus. I've got an idea for a chorus. Oh, and, and uh, you, lyrical genius all of a sudden. Yeah, wow. he, and, you know, and as genius as it is, you know, it, we made it work. And uh, but yeah, for the most part, we kind of just take this blank canvas and you just throw as much paint on there as you want. And then mm -hmm. from there you can kind of make out what you want your image to be. And, and that's pretty much it. Okay. And, and I mean, do, do your songs ever grow out of just jams? No, we're, t we're terrible artists. <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, I will say, you know, we before we were in first aid spray, Andy and I would jam together. And this was kind of back when I was just getting back into guitar and we had recorded a couple songs. Uh, but I remember those songs were just horrible. Yeah, they weren't good. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we recorded the drums on a mixer and not an interface. So the drum, the, the sound drum sound was kind of flat, but oh, okay. I remember uh, there was no lyrics because we weren't confident in singing. Hmm. Still aren't. Still aren't. <laughs> uh, the guitar, you know, it was, it was, there was no change between the verse and chorus. It was just a two note song, just mm -hmm. bouncing back between those two notes. Cause that was all I was really confident playing. Okay. And, uh, and you know, slowly just, you know, then we started, well, we'll, we'll try adding a third note and see what happens. And, uh, uh, the world's you know, your just, oyster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch out. <laughs> and so, yeah, we just kind of built from there. And, uh, uh okay. like I said, you just kind of vomit and what comes out, we record it and, well, it's it's interesting to me, though, that you associate not being, you know, a band that writes songs out of jams with not being good artists, because it's arguably at least as difficult to sit down and come up with something intentionally as it is to happen into something. So, I mean, you know, the fact that you often start with drums is really interesting to me, because generally when I've been involved in writing music or if I'm writing my originals and I'm trying to figure out what I want, I don't think I've ever started with the drums ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Either yeah, I have lyrics or I have a I melody think. line or there's a guitar riff that somebody has or whatever. But like, usually it's kind of like, you know, when the Beatles would sit down and, you know, 
John and we, Paul would be strumming and then Ringo would just go sit at the guitar at the uh, drums and just start, you know, j jumping in and, and George would, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 the drums coming first is very interesting to me because I don't think I've had a band yet that when I asked them about their songwriting process said, yeah, we start with the drums. Like that's, I mean, or it's a drum machine and it's a, it's an idea that they have like a preset or, you know, something like that in mind. So, so, okay. So Andy, you're sitting down, you just find a groove and then you record that for a couple minutes or do you get ideas and then build on them? Like what's your, what's your drum process? Um, I, uh, I come downstairs and I turn on all the mics and I sit down and I will structure out like, all right, what kind of beat will sound like good for a verse? Like, you don't want it to be heavy on a crash them because you're going to be singing. So I right. kind of think of it like that. Right. And then I'll play like, all right, how long is our verse going to be? You know, pop punk. So I don't want to have to write like freaking 18 bars of verse. Ours are pretty short. So that makes it easier. Right, so right. I'm like, all right, four to eight bars of this verse. And then maybe put like two bars of just like a transition into a chorus. And then think of like a chorus, like a catchy kind of beat. And then sometimes on the next song, I'll, Switch it and start with. Like, we'll start with a chorus this time, or like a thirty-second intro, and just I don't know, just Frankenstein a beat together with, you know, just beats, and then try to record it or do record it all in one take, which is the most annoying part. I hate recording <laughs> drums. Oh man, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just a one-take process. And but so you, you are actually you're not just coming up with a beat or a groove that might be used as going under a verse or under a chorus. No, You're writing the whole strong the whole song. song structure yeah. out that I, I don't, I don't think I've heard that before. I don't. Yeah, so I find that, I find that fascinating. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, it's cool though, because it's, I mean, I, I say it all the time on the show and everywhere else that I think that, that bass and drums are just criminally underrated in every form of music ever Definitely. nobody i mean I, you know and, and i've and i've told the story before that you know we had a gig at one point with with one of our old bands and the bass player couldn't be there and i was trying to find a sub and i i couldn't find anybody and and one of the guitarists goes well do we really need a bass player and i was yep. like oh my god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't then we're not Blast doing we're not doing things very well and you know and it's like people don't think about the fact that if your ass is out of your seat it's because of the bass and the drums yeah. every single time. You don't dance to guitar solos. You don't right. dance to melodies. You don't dance to lyrics. You dance to the rhythm section. And so yeah. it's critical for any kind of music, whatever it is. I mean, even if you're not trying to get people to dance, if your bass and your drums are not where they need to be, at best, it's massively distracting and it lets the song down, right? But Definitely. to start with the drums and to have a whole drum song structure in mind sounds really cool to me like that's really try it. <laughs> it, i'd have to learn drums first but i could ask greg to try it but yeah but i mean it it, it um that's really cool so okay so you have you know you obviously obviously have a sense of like you said you're not doing these epic things where you need to leave a ton of space for verses you're not having all this complex you know you you know what your structure is so so Justin and Adam, then when you get this drum beat, do you just say, okay, this groove reminds me of this genre? I mean, it's not that you're not already in a genre, but like this, 
this this pop punk song or you know this seems like so or are you just fucking around and you happen upon her i mean i know you have your your vault of of riffs that you go to adam but like you know do you do you guys find how easy is it for you to come up with bass and guitar that goes over what andy's already done on the drums uh, what I've done and what I've done a couple times is, uh, you know, I'll take his drum track and I'll record a, a first chorus, first chorus, just to kind of get a feel of where mm-hmm. I want to be. But, okay. you know, then I'll, I'll take those tracks, I'll mute them, and then I'll take a completely different direction. Huh. You know, if I want to try a heavier sound or just, or just anything. And I'll try that and I'll bring it in and I'll just say, Hey, what do you guys think of this? What do you think of a listen to it? What do you think of B? And we can kind of say, Oh, well, I like this aspect from this song, but I like this aspect from this song or I'm, you know, more, I'm leaning more towards this one or whatever. And then you can kind of say, okay, well now I know what direction I'm facing, Mm -hmm. you know, what step can I take in this direction moving forward? And, uh, and that's pretty much how most of our songs are, written is the lyrics come last for lyrics are the last okay. thing. yeah 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 and, and justin justin for you like because it, it would seem to me to be equally natural to be the next thing after the drums that came in because you, you guys made the pocket <laughs> right but then well, i mean one of the things that i think that people maybe don't realize is is a is a a key component of playing the bass is that the bass line has to be very aware of what the melody line, the guitars are doing to not step on that, to not, you know, blow it out, to not compete with it, to not muddy up that same sonic space. So you are getting drums that then have Adam on guitar over it. And then you're coming in and putting in the bass third. Is that always the way that it goes? Do you ever Uh, get a hand on it before Adam does or you got to start no, paying was, Andy and your uh, Creed or something. Well, actually, only the last two songs was I really involved with the bass writing because I think every song before that was pretty much written before Done I before. really okay. did anything with it. But okay. uh, for me, but for Left to Give, which is uh, the first one I really spent some time on, mm. um, yeah, I had the I had the drums and the guitar. And exactly as you said, th- there were a lot of notes going on. And I was like, okay, yeah. I need to figure out how to be melodic and uh, technical, but not step on the melody here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I literally spent a whole day on it. The way I've actually, I've, uh, <laughs> You're like, wow, right? <laughs> the whole day. <laughs> I've this actually took me time. nearly an hour. Jeez, guys. You <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Okay. A whole day. All right. But. I worked on that song upwards of 60 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I've actually <laughs> retconned a lot of the older bass lines too, where, and it's the same process every time I have to go through, I tab out all of the guitar so I can see exactly what notes are being hit, what the melody is. Yeah. Uh, and then I yeah. will actually go through note by note and like try to figure out, okay, does this note sound good here or not? And just, you know, try to agree with it as much as I can, but I'm extremely meticulous, which may come no, as no surprise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, every time I've written a bass line for one of the songs, I definitely spend about a whole day on it. Uh, and yeah, I try to go note by note. That's most of it. Do you two realize how much extra fucking work you're making for this guy? <laughs> Doing it the way that you... No, but look, I mean, it, it's it's... I love the... First of all, it's just hilarious to me because 
you know, Adam and Andy, you guys are like, you know, the blonde, you know, bearded. I mean, not that you don't have a beard, but like, you know, you're like in this. Ah, da, 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 and it's like Betty and Veronica, you know, over here. And like Justin's very calm and you know meticulous and thoughtful and like you guys are over here in the corner i just imagine like throwing frisbees at each other and then he's over here just you know a beautiful mind with the you know all the calculations <laughs> yeah. but so i mean so that that is not a small undertaking at all because you are and and hearing you say that and thinking back over the music um you know i like okay so I know the lyrics are funny. I know like burnt pizza, it might be kind of a throwaway to you, but like laundry. Okay. Yeah. Laundry's very funny. But <laughs> if you, if you pulled the lyrics out of that, um, it is, it is really well crafted. It really is. And, and the <laughs> yeah. thing that was freaking me out is I'm listening to it and I'm going, what is this? What is this? This is reminding me so much of something. Do you guys guys know that song "Freshman" by the Verve Pipe? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, from yeah. Grand Rapids. They're from like an hour from where okay. we live. Okay, so if you did a pop punk version of that song, to me that's laundry. Okay, and like <laughs> one of the things in there that uh, I noticed was that you you are leaving room for each other, which is something that I especially appreciate because a lot of punk music. And I mean, maybe there are punk scholars out there who would scoff at what I'm about to say. But just as a casual listener, quick read kind of thing, a lot of punk can sound like a complete mess, right? Oh, yeah. Not oh, that yeah. it's not good and fun for what it is, but I don't think of most punk music as being crafted, written, I don't think there's anybody sitting in their dining room all day tabbing things out and coming up with, you know, counterpointed bass lines. Or whatever. I don't I think it's mo people drinking like 40 fucking Red Bulls and just shaking their heads around for 15 minutes. And then people spin them around and throw them in a room and hand them guitars and go, go. You know, that that's how a lot of punk sounds to me. And again, there's a place for that. Like, I'm not shitting on it at all. But I think you guys, what I appreciate about your music is that while it's lighthearted, while it's funny, while it's catchy, it's dancey, you know, it's hilarious. It's also well done, you know, and, and I think, you know, you guys sort of, you, you joke around about it, but I, I hear how you do take the music seriously. Cause Andy, for you to sit down and be like, oh, I'm not just coming up like, oh, you know, this sounds like a cool groove and then we'll figure out the rest later you're writing a drum part for a whole song every time. And then, yep. you know, Adam is sitting there going, okay, well, this could be the melody line on the guitar, or it could be this, or it could be some from column A and some com from column B. And then by the time poor Justin gets it, you know, he's, he, <laughs> he's actually blueprinting it kind of, you know, in reverse and then going, okay, here's the space. And, and that space is something that I think is part of what I like about your music more than I might like about other forms of punk is that there is space. There are pauses, there are breaks. It's yeah. not just this relentless Ramones sex pistols kind of like, bah, bah, you know, and it's just, it's nonstop yeah, for three and a half, four minutes. And then your ear at a certain point could get really tired of that, especially if it's the same thing over and right. over and over and right. over again. So 
I think as much as you guys like to fuck around and be casual about it, you are working harder than you might want to admit offhand to get these songs to actually work and be musical and be melodic and be thoughtful um, in the craft. And, and I think putting that against complaining about, you know, your shit getting burnt with your pizza <laughs> or how you don't want to do laundry or, you know, I landed on my elbow or whatever, you know, it, 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 you say it, it like that. We sound like geniuses. <laughs> yeah. When you put it that way, yes, you know, thank you for coming to inside the actor's studio today. We have, uh, yeah. distinguished. Yeah, no, but I, but I mean, look, I mean, I'm not trying to make it more than it is, but I think it is more than it could look like, you know, cause you guys could come in and just, you know, go up on stage and do something like laundry, do something like burnt pizza, whatever, and have people think, okay, this is really funny and ha ha ha. But I mean, when I'm listening to prep for the show, I'm not at a bar. I'm not at a festival. I'm not up dancing around. I'm not whatever. I'm sitting on my couch or wherever with my eyes closed, listening to the music. And so I'm going to hear what's missing. I'm going to hear what's there that other people might not notice. I'm going to hear it more thoughtfully maybe than, you know, if you guys are at a gig or whatever and people are just three sheets to the wind and they come in and they're just going to have a blast. And you can do that. But I also appreciate and I and I I am gathering that maybe I'm assuming everything coming out in the future is going to be more of a three part collaboration where poor Justin yeah. isn't you know showing up at the end of the day going, OK, guys, <laughs> hand it to me. I'll go and, and, you know, do everything in the corner or whatever. Like I'm assuming, Justin, the plan is going forward, whatever you guys write that's new. Maybe you and Andy sit down together. Um, you know, in that initial step, or, you know, maybe you knock Andy unconscious and grab the recording before Adam can get a hand on it, or I don't know what, but like, is, is that part of the plan that, that from everything now going forward, now that Justin is fully assimilated into the Borg and all of that, that you guys are going to be writing the three of you more together? I, we, whatever, whatever works for us, works for us. You know, uh, like you said, when, when I, picture somebody writing a song, I always imagine that they've got an empty room, an acoustic guitar, and a notepad, and they're just writing a song. Mm-hmm. Not here, baby. And we've tried that, and it it just doesn't work for us. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I can speak for myself. I've got way too much ADHD that I just can't do it. But, I hear and you. So I hear having, uh, for me anyway, having at least a, a, a starting line, yeah. or at, at least just something that I can at least start with, with a drum beat or a bass mm-hmm. track or wh- whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, maybe we'll just have Justin write all the rest of them and we'll, <laughs> and we'll take a backseat. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, um, well, one of my very first, uh, sessions where they were writing a song and I, I had, so, um, I was just trying to throw in some guitar stuff I've come up with before, but it was totally the wrong vibe. It was like way <laughs> midless emo and sad, you know, and this is like, uh, happy and and i was like okay this is and like you said with the starting with the drums that doesn't make any sense to me every song i've written i had the guitar then the bass then the drums so it did not mesh with me at all so i've kind of let them uh that's why i've kind of come in at the end and Mm -hmm. added 
what makes sense for me, but I've got some stuff I haven't showed them yet that's really pop punky that I think will fit the vibe. So I'm hoping uh, once I show it to them, we'll get that worked in. Yeah, okay. we'll see what happens for sure. Okay. Show me your secret, big boy. <laughs> Sing a little of it now, mind. Justin. Sing a little of it now. I'm yeah. Okay. So, Mike. No, but okay. Yeah, and I mean, again, I, I, I get that completely, Adam. As a, as a fellow ADHD, or it's much easier for me to edit adjust work with something that exists rather than so like our situation is always like i'll be like hey i think we should start a band even though nobody can leave their house and then greg's like okay and then greg goes off and you know does his beautiful mind thing and figures out how to do it and comes back and i'm like oh now i think we should have an interview show and he's like okay you know and he goes and he's very sweet about it but but like i can have an idea and then I can work with existing ideas, but like having an idea and then following it through, <laughs> whatever, not my forte. So I completely can relate to that. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it sounds like the way that you guys have been doing it, at least for you, Adam and Andy, I don't know about Justin, but it's working pretty well because, you know, you, you, you are, you can do that, Andy, you can sit down and say, okay, you know, this is basically the you know, we framed out the house on the drums, you know, and, yeah. and I, I will really go on record, Justin is saying, you keep saying, like you said, doing the drums first doesn't make any sense. I never actually said that. I said <laughs> I wasn't used to it and I hadn't heard it before, but uh, you, that you, you put your little flavor on that with the not making sense. But I know what you mean because it isn't the standard sequence of writing a song, right. you know, it's, and it's. That's, I mean, that's, uh, that's the thing is like they already had i think like six or seven songs written before i joined mm -hmm. and i realized you know they've got it figured out they know how to work together to write a song so i figured it just made more sense to uh, come in later yeah 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 no but it, it's working so i mean so besides left to give what was you said there were two songs that you came up with the baseline for what yeah. was the other one uh doing well is the other one where okay. you can hear my bass on the recording okay so both yeah. on the to be expected right so you haven't gone back to anything older well you said you did though i, you were talking I about have Reconics. written bass lines for the older song but we haven't recorded new versions i see okay okay so we're just talking about these two on the new okay that's yeah so i mean well that that one i mean first of all the the lyrics to that one are very what's the word passive aggressive <laughs> like, <laughs> um it's it's very like it's it's um there's a lot about unrequited love and you know i i wasn't sure where it was going to go at first but it's definitely first aid sprayed lyrics um you know this idea of oh yeah you're doing well well <laughs> here's what's going on over here and 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 i remember thinking how much I like the baseline, um, actually, on both of those. They're very, they stand out in a way that I while I enjoyed the other, like, spray can Sam and, and, and uppers, downers, like, I, I, I like those too, but I, I noticed the baselines more on the new songs. Um, and I, that, that, then that makes sense to me too, because it's, I wonder if in a way, um, because, especially you, Adam, I hear you saying, but it sounded like you were speaking for Andy too, that once you first started getting back into it, you didn't necessarily feel all that confident about what you were capable of um, individually or as a team, right? And so, you know, I think Justin coming in 
and being able to write baselines under what you two have already done is maybe going to show you that what you're doing is something you should be more confident about. Because if it wasn't interesting, I don't think Justin's baselines would be as interesting. Does that make sense? You know, like you, you know, I don't know if it makes sense to Justin because (laughs) he's just over there in the corner, but I do think these songs are really good and they're really fun to play. And I mean, uh, even if there's one or two, I may not like as much, uh, I can write a baseline that I can have a lot of fun with. So Mm -hmm. no matter what I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. So is the plan then to just redo the baselines on the older stuff for like live shows, or do you think you'd ever go back and re-record? Um, well, we actually have a live studio uh, recording session coming up on Monday uh-huh. and we're, I think we're recording like six songs and you're going to hear all of my baselines on those. And it's not all of the old ones, but you'll definitely hear some updated ones up in there. Oh, Shout that's out to cool. Oxide Sessions. They'll be doing it. It'll be yeah. Uh, Live video and recording, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, that's very exciting. So you said that's next week, Monday. Monday, yeah. Monday, Monday. Okay, okay. It should be. I think it should be done and out by the time this drops. Okay, so. that I because I think this is. I think today, people watching it, it will be um, August third. So right. Um, right. Okay, so yeah, it should be out. Okay, well, then people will either have already seen and loved it. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll have to go find it now because you've just mentioned it. So, okay, I, I'm I'm curious to ask this question. I don't think I have asked it before, but do Boxes. you guys have a favorite song from, I don't know what you said, and I'm not going to ask because I, I, <laughs> I don't even want to know. But do you each have a favorite song of the bands? Or Yeah, I think uh, I got two. I like Burnt Pizza and the Elbow Song. Those are my jams. Okay. Okay. What do you like about those two specifically besides the very funny lyrics? I'm assuming. Uh, I like burnt pizza just because it's just one minute of power. It's fun. It's energetic. It's a great song to start a show with live. Yeah. It gets everybody going. It gets everybody's blood pumping. And it's just, you know, it's the first aid spray song through and through. Just it's perfect. And uh, the other one, the elbow song, it's, way slower than typically anything else that we do the yes. tempo is a lot slower but it's very ca- i think it's our most catchy and we find people actually singing along to it at shows yeah, which yeah, is yeah. pretty freaking Every- mind-blowing when people sing along to everybody always has their elbows up in the air oh no like, kidding yeah. <laughs> the elbow song a little my elbow yeah yeah <laughs> it's, pretty it's good. a midwest classic yeah, yeah you know and then just you're gonna have people throwing like elbow pads women on stage you know instead of yeah, bras yeah, we, and panties stuff, our show. we get elbow pads yeah, yeah you know that's it much more useful when you're skateboarding so okay so burnt pizza and the elbow song yeah, those are my favorite okay what about you adam i i i don't know to be honest i uh you know this is gonna sound really cheesy but I, it's it's hard to pick out of my children which one i love more you know i you know i i i may like this song more for one reason but you know but this song has a great solo a great uh melody that i really love i i, I don't know i don't know that i could answer that because uh you know our spray can sam i thought was the best thing we've ever done and then uh we recorded and released um to be expected uh, to be yeah. to be expected and i was yeah. like well this is easily our best both best songs and 
So that's a know, good I, trend. If everything you do yeah. most recently seems like the best thing you've ever done, you're you're moving in the right direction. So, all right, so right. you cannot pick a favorite child. Although I will point out, I think as prolific as you guys have been in the last two years, I think Nick Cannon still has more kids than you do songs. So <laughs> we could ask him, well, yeah. you know, what uh, what not. his favorite one of his children and maybe what his kid's favorite song of yours is. Who knows? We could tie the whole thing together. So, okay, so you can't pick. We have two one favorite songs for Andy because um, math. And then, all right, Justin, be, being the... Um, being the professor of the group. Um, and I mean, obviously I, I, I imagine there are two that might have, have more um, affection for you in there than the others do because you actually got to write the baselines. But uh, what about well, you? You Actually, I would say, um, I think yeah is one of the best ones. I, that one, okay. that one's one where when I listened to it on Spotify for the first time, I was like, this is that early aughts to our uh, pop punk sound that Some I'm really 41 blink 182. Like, yeah. Sounded, lump, all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounded very similar to like whenever you'd uh, discover a pop punk band and you'd listen to their first EP and everything's like a little more raw. Uh, vocals aren't quite uh, perfect, you know? And <laughs> I thought I, I, and that one's still one of the most fun to play. I think it's got one of the best yeah. song structures we have. Yeah. Um, well, it's very bass and drum heavy too. Um, yes. So I could see that being a lot of fun for you to do. your research. Holy cow. Yeah. Dang. I listen to everything. I'm not kidding. And like, but how am I going to talk to people? Like, look, I, I'm sure you have, I've done interviews where it's basically like, you know, a half an hour of people asking questions that if they just opened your Facebook page or your website, they could get the answers to. So, oh, All what's right. your name? What do you do? Uh, how many albums do you have out? I'm like, do you fucking like, what? <laughs> I mean, like yeah, yeah. we're an online band. We've had people ask us like, oh, you know, we're an online cover band specifically. And like, oh, people ask, oh, what's your favorite venue to play? Or like, you know, how's your originals album coming along? And I'm like, we're writing one. I didn't know. <laughs> so oh, I, yeah. I feel like if I'm going to, you know, ask for people's time or whatever, I should at least be paying attention. But I love it because I, you know, and I've said this before too, you don't get to sit and just listen to albums anymore. You know, like you listen to singles or, you know, if you're, you know, if you're on Spotify, maybe you do if you're driving or whatever. But for the most part, you hear a song by a band and if you like them and it's like, oh, this is cool. And then maybe the next time they release a single. But like I actually get to sit down and listen to, you know, by the time we finish this, probably like four or five albums a week at least. Um, and, and that one. Yeah. Like it. um the song yeah not me going yeah <laughs> so all right i'm gonna i did the same thing with um oh, what, what was that the freshman by the verve pipe but that one yeah i heard in the the guitar solos and don't laugh at me journey faithfully Ooh. if you oh. go back and you hear that your song and i'm like wait a minute um because i was hearing blink 182 and i was hearing some 41 and i was hearing a little bit of lump in the rhythms and the but you've got those guitar the dueling guitars going kind of and all of a sudden i'm going wait a minute. and I'm, I'm not again i'm not saying you ripped off journey in any way but it reminded <laughs> me just enough of it where i was like what is this doing here you know it's like 
it's like a sorority party and then like the emo chick walks in, you know, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know yeah. why you're here, but you just made the whole thing better. Like it's, you know, so like I could totally see you liking that one, Justin, even though it's not one that you wrote the baseline for, because there, oh, there's yeah. a lot going on in that song. Well, like that there's one, a lot, a lot going on. The baseline was already really good. I, that oh. one's one where I really only added a couple of small things. Um, but yeah, like the riff he already had the end came up with is really fun to play as it is. I haven't even made any adjustments to the main riff. Look at that. You've even pleased the Justin. He didn't need <laughs> to improve on you at all. Not even, well, just a little bit, but not so. Okay, okay. so so we we have three that we've identified. So for everybody watching, maybe those, if, you, if you're not familiar with the catalog, jump in on Yeah, jump in on Burt Pizza, jump in on the Elbow Song. Um, I really like Left to Give. I really do. I think it's a very strong song. I think it's a very clear single. Um, the guitar line's really fun. It's very, very catchy. I also really like Last Summer. Uh, yeah, yeah, Last Summer's a good I, one. I, there's just something. It's. I love how the, the counter melodies play with each other in that song. I think the vocals are really good on that song. I think they're especially good. And I like how at the end, everything drops out. It's just acapella, but it's, it, it's a song I want to blast in my car. It makes me feel, it puts me in a certain place. It makes me feel a certain way, you know? Yeah, nostalgia. <laughs> it, but it's true. It is. And there are some songs like that where, you know, if I'm, I'm listening to a band and I'm like, oh my God, this takes me back to like, you know, nobody goes back to 2010 or whatever. I don't know why the hell that year popped into my head. Like, you know, people will be like, oh yeah, 85 man or whatever. I'm like, yes, 2013. It was a very good year. Nobody fucking whatever. But like, <laughs> but, it, but a lot of your music will, will do that where um, it cheered me up. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I mean, like I, you know, I, I was not having the, the easiest week last week. Not that I ever do, but like it, it was just so fun to sit down and listen to you guys. And especially knowing the personalities behind the music. Um, yeah, that's why we do those videos. It helps. Yeah, it, helps. it really, but, but it's so, and, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that. So let's pivot um, very abruptly. Cause why the hell not? But like you guys seem to have really understood a, a, a good way to use social media to kind of get your brand, get your names, get your ethos as a band out there. And I know, Justin, you don't necessarily participate uh -oh. in, the, in the reels and, 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 and the videos and things like that. But I mean, you guys, even your Facebook profile picture right now, you know, it's the three of you, you know, <laughs> just sort of, you know, in this very, and, and it's funny because it doesn't seem like it would m mean that much, just a funny picture. But just looking at that, like if that was the first thing I had seen of your band, I would have been like, okay, so these guys they're might fun. be bros, but they're also funny. They're not like, they're not full of themselves. They like to have a good time. They're clearly close. Like that just alone would make me click in and open your page. Right. And so then when, cause you show up in my feed a lot, which is funny because yeah. mostly it's, yeah. yeah, mostly it's like fucking, you know, like Dolores's craft page or it got with my luck. There probably is a Dolores's craft. Page. Dolores, I'm sorry. It was, just <laughs> you know, or, or like, you know, people cooking 
food in giant pots in some country on a on a very long wooden table that like I would never be able to cook because it just looks too good. But I'm like, this is not music, so okay. But like, and then you guys, like that's my feed is like yeah. Dolores and like pans of food and then first aid spray, right? So, but you'll pop up in there and like oh, I'm wow. always gonna click. I'm always gonna unmute. I'm always gonna play whatever it is because I want to see. All right, what the hell are they doing now? <laughs> so that had to have been some sort of a conscious decision, right? Because it's so hard to stand out as an indie musician anyway, right? So like, what was the discussion if there was one around like, okay, if we're going to get on social media, we're not going to just be, you know, big things coming soon and releasing whatever, like we want to have real personality and a brand like, you know, was that just you two, Adam and Andy before Justin came in or, I mean, clearly it's right up Justin's alley personality wise. But yeah. <laughs> like, so how, how did you guys decide to make your social media way more fun than most pages actually are? Do you want to go? I mean, you can start. Man. I think uh, you should yeah. answer at the same time, but say different yeah. things. <laughs> Just try that. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny, you know, it, to be a band, you have to have some sort of social media. You have to have some sort of interaction with people. You have to do something. And, and, you know, so we started, we made a social media and it's one thing to have a social media and do nothing with it. You know, at the time we were in the middle of recording. So it was like, yeah, we don't really have anything new to post, but right. so it was kind of like, well, we need to post something. What, what can we do? And then it mm -hmm. turned into, well, you know, we, Andy can make a drum video. I can make a guitar video. Okay, that's pretty good. What else can we post? Mm -hmm. And then it just turned into just wildly, you know, how far can we take this? It's yeah. gotten out of control. <laughs> I, I have an idea. I have this crazy wild idea. How is it even possible that we can do this? Yeah. Well, we just need A, B, and C, and then we can do it, and then we do it. And, you know, it, it's... It's just entertainment. Music is entertainment. Yeah. Our, our social media is entertainment. Whatever, yeah. you know, is as clickbaity as that sounds, whatever it takes to just get. No, I don't think it sounds clickbaity because I think, or Warren Beatty for that matter, but like I think it, 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 it's for you guys, it's clever because even if I haven't heard any of your music yet, when I watch your reels, sense of what to expect. I might not know what genre, you know, I'm, I probably wouldn't peg you as like, you know, death metal um, musicians based on your, <laughs> your reels or whatever. But like, you know, I, I think, and it's funny because your experience around social media, it's so similar to, to, to mine the last couple of months where I was in the same boat. It was like, you know, you think, okay, you're going to make a page. It's supposed to be all professional. You're just going to post, you know, your releases and your shows and, you know, this, that, whatever. If you win a, a award or you get, you know, put on a chart somewhere or whatever. And when dick all is happening and there's nothing to post, you're kind of like, right. well, you know, I guess I don't have social media. And I had the same experience. I was like, you know what? I'm, this is just, what am I doing here? You know, we're not, you know, the second coming of Beethoven or whatever, like, we're just gonna have a good time. And I just started posting stupid music memes and jokes and sharing other people's but I, and I think you guys are so smart to be doing that, because it gives your page a personality and an identity, you know, that um, <laughs> I there, there was bumping of fists, I don't know exactly why, but like, but it, 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 it made me interested to wait for the music. 
to come out, you know, and it made me interested to go on Spotify and be like, what are these guys about musically? Because they're hilarious. Like you put something up on Facebook the other day that reminded me of like the opening to like every 90s sitcom ever, you know, oh, where it was like, you know, like you'd be doing something and it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, best yeah. Yeah. and I'm just sitting there laughing. Yeah. The best friends. And you know, at the end you're holding hands and skipping away. And, whatever. and, I'm like, <laughs> and it's like, and, and it's the same thing. And I don't mean to keep being self-referential, but I'm, I'm identifying with you guys so much, but it's the same process when we were interviewing for our bands you know, I, you know, would ordinarily just be like, oh, well, you know, yes, well, this is the, the, you know, the number of decades collectively we have of musicians or whatever. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to fly my freak flag and just be my weird self. And if they can hang, then they're probably going to stay in the band because we had a right. lot of people come in and be like, oh, this seems fun. And then be like, what the fuck is that? You know, because they'd see like personality plus from everybody. And, you know, it's sort of like being yourselves up front is the best way to weed out who belongs with you and who doesn't. Right. Yeah. So like, I love that. I love that you guys just went in for it, but I mean, like, I also appreciate that when you do manage to get Justin on camera, he's <laughs> not dream, trying, but he's not trying to be Andy and Adam. It's not that. And it, it, to me, I mean, I think the first thing that I really saw of you on on in one of the reels Justin was the thing with the trivia I think that was just a couple yeah. days ago you know and you were just being you whatever but it was still funny because you guys clearly all get along right and like that's something that reads very well and so your brand is your personality and when your yeah. personality sucks that's not a good thing but you guys right. are actually likable so i think that's i think that's i think that's brilliant you know i mean it's gonna it is gonna make you stand out it is gonna make people want to listen to you so i mean like justin how do you you know are you are you completely like do i have to or are you starting to get a little bit more <laughs> into the the weirdness and whatever is it sort of I like yeah, I think when I first joined, it was a little more like, do I have to? Um, I think I think the big thing for me is like, it takes a lot of work to post reels every day and like do all the editing and stuff. Yeah. And I don't feel like I can personally do that because it. I just like with everything else, I get way too into it. I start spending way too much time on it. Yeah. And it just like, it starts to stress me out. But yeah, um, yeah it has been it's great that they do it though, because our likes on Facebook and TikTok are way more than other local bands that I've seen that have been yeah. around for two or three years, but they just yeah. don't really post that much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely a great boon to the band. Yeah. Well, and, and even, even, yeah, even if they posted a lot, it probably wouldn't be something that was engaging in the same way. You know, right. I mean, you guys have the personality. You might as well, you know, show a little leg, right. You know, like personality. Right. Yeah, wise, right? like, what were you going to say, Andy? Uh, yeah, we. I try to, you know, now that we've done it, I try to post at least one reel a day, a new yeah. one. So yeah. I go to work. Yeah, I have a full-time job. I don't make millions, guys. I know. <laughs> but I'll come home from work at like, you know, three and I'll come home, relax for 30 minutes. And I go straight to the basement, turn on the cameras, turn on the mics. And mm -hmm. I think of something I can do. And if I can't think of a funny idea, I'll just like, well, I'll just put together a cool, like, 10 second drum fill or right. a little drum right. solo and you know just to keep people coming back every day like you said yeah. like yeah you saw the reels before you knew the music but once right. you saw oh they have they do music oh i gotta hear that they're hilarious yeah. so why yeah. wouldn't their music you know 
I already know them personally, you feel like. So right. I feel like that helps just like get you closer to the fans and people listen to your music. Like, oh, I know these dudes. These dudes are a bunch of crack ups, you know? And I, I will say, I you know, Adam's raising his hand. <laughs> yeah, yes, to. Adam. Oh. Yes, Adam. You waited uh, patiently. Thank you. The thing is, is, you know, a lot of uh, Andy, even like when I first met him, the dude is just a, a creative tornado all the time. You know, the dude just he's he's always thinking of something new. He's always mm -hmm. he's always got something going on uh, to the point where, you know, uh, I even saw a long time ago. Obviously, this guy is going to go somewhere. I just mm -hmm. need to grab an umbrella, jump into the tornado and hope that I have a soft landing. You know, a lot of it is just, you know, hey, I've got an idea. And I'm like, all right, well, we just got to take these two steps and then we can do it. And, yeah. you know, so uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, it's it's Thanks, a lot dude. of work, but it's, it's <laughs> at the same time, it's also very easy. And it's one of those things where it's it's a mix of both. It can be incredibly difficult, but it's also very easy at, at the same exact time, you know, because, mm. uh, yeah, like I said, he, I mean, he's just, he's, he's always got something new that he's thinking of. And it's just like, all right, well, how can we just ground this and mm -hmm. get that best foot forward? And, yeah. and Justin, Justin is, you know, just such a, a whiz. You know, if we have any questions with recording, yeah. you know, he's our tech guy for he, sure. Yeah, we don't know really anything. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, we uh, when Andy and I first started recording, we were it, the the recording quality was horrible because mm. we didn't know what we were doing. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. we were we were re recording vocals on a live mic in front of a speaker because we didn't have headphones or anything. Oh you know? no! Yeah, and so as oh. someone that knows vocals and stuff, you're thinking, oh, that's horrible but we were like yeah. hey this is the best thing ever and <laughs> you're like and well so it works so it must be good right? Yeah. <laughs> right and so oh god know. i'm just trying to imagine just the 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 tone of that and how horrific it must have been even just to do it at the time but okay and right, then Justin right. was like, okay, you don't need to actually just dangle a, a mic from right. a soup can overhead and run by it quick. And yeah, okay. Right. So did you get As, them into like an interface, Justin? Is that kind of the... Well, no, I do have to give them credit. Before I joined, they were mostly on the road to figuring it out. Okay. So. <laughs> we, we had the interface before Justin. We figured it out. <laughs> okay. You're like in that year and a half or so before you showed up, they did manage to to yeah. you know, paste together some ideas. Okay. They're recording music on your own. It's hard. It is. A lot of stuff oh, yeah. Holy shit. But was, every it, part of it is hard, right? Like the recording it, writing it, and then producing it, mixing it, mastering it, getting it. Liking like, everything. It's just It's hard. Neat. It is. It's really hard. Uh, learning how to record ourselves and everything we found out that writing the songs was the easy part it's the easiest mm -hmm. part it's the recording and <laughs> mixing and all that mixing and all the production you know yeah. you know it was it, it's funny because before justin came along we were like okay two plus two equals i think it's four and then you know justin will come along and be like, yeah, it's four. And we're like, oh, yeah, okay, it makes perfect sense. So, you know, it's it's good to have him in our back pocket whenever we need him. So it, it's, it's, it comes back to that confidence thing, 
you know, it's like, we think we know what we're doing, but it's like, Justin, you're like their dad, you know, like, or, or maybe like the, the, you're like their cool stepdad or whatever. It's like, yeah. This is my step ladder. I never knew my real ladder or whatever, but like, yeah, like it, it, you, you come in and you're like, no, no, you are right. It's okay. You can do what right. you want to do. So, right. I mean, like, what did you come in and really solidify in terms of the tech, Justin? Like, what was this? Since they were already mostly on the road to where they needed yeah. to be, what was what was your well, big input I there? would say, um, like, uh, a lot of the video sharing and the audio sharing, I taught them how to use Google Drive and share links. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I shudder to ask was, what you were doing before, but okay. Yeah, that's that. Those one are, day those I just had helpful. the idea. I was like, you know, yeah. you've been sharing a lot on Drive. It's probably pretty full. And we look at it and it's like 99.6% full. And I'm like, yeah, you, you should just go through there and delete whatever you don't need. And it was literally everything was not needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to put my porn somewhere. Well, you know. I um I did a lot of DIY recording. I was trying to do a lot of YouTube stuff for a while, so I did. I had a lot of experience with that. But honestly, when I got here, they'd pretty much gotten the recording figured out. Uh, okay. For me, I would say it would. It's as you said. I um, was just able to instill that confidence. Like, yes, what you are doing right now does make sense, and this mm -hmm. is the right way. Mm -hmm. So they were pretty much there. But I think I gave them the uh, the confidence to feel you better gave us about the it. Boost. Yeah. 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 Well needed boost. Yeah, we needed it. Well, that, but I mean, that that's, um, it's funny that you're in the band, but you're also like the incredibly subdued hype man, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you can do it. It's like in the office, you know, when Dwight throws the birthday party and it's like, it is your birthday, it you know, but that's just, <laughs> like, I'm just stating a fact. You do know what you're doing. I'm not going to whatever. So, okay. So I, I, I'm thinking then if the tech and the recording and all of that is is the most difficult part for you guys i'm thinking the sweet spot then must be live performing because you probably either walk into a place that has a pa or maybe there's a sound guy there or something or you guys bring in everything like when you gig out what's the deal is it sort of plug and play are you able to just go up there and just have a really good time and are you worrying about sound are you doing your own sound and engineering from the stage or what how does that all work we don't really worry too much. Uh, we've had we've been lucky so far. Uh, we had a sound guy at the last one who okay. made it sound great. We were uh, playing with some uh, bands that were on tour from North or South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Um, the show before that, the the band was from uh, Florida. Florida. We, we were able to play with them. So yeah, we're we're making friends in all the different states. So when we got a tour around there, we'll we'll have a couch to sleep on or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you so how much do you guys gig out? Um, we've done just uh two the last like two weeks, and those were our first two. Okay. But we've got uh one we're supposed to do a skate competition festival thing in oh, August cool. over in Detroit. Right up and your then, alley, okay. Yep, we've got the oxide sessions Monday, which isn't a right. live show, but it's a live recording and right. yeah. film yeah, it. Yeah. So that'll be nice. We'll get we'll upload that. And then we have a show in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's on September 16th at Mulligan's. Yep. Okay. But yeah, performing live has been a treat so far. It's just fun. We, uh, we're we were kind of perfectionists. We practiced twice a week and you know run through the set like two or three mm -hmm. times each and made sure we were tight. Like every choke on the cymbal was right on time. We got that all down. It was 
really uh, a lot of practice for a while, but we went to the first show and after we killed it, I was just like, yeah, it was worth it. So now, now I'm so comfortable with any show coming up. I feel awesome about it. Yeah, that's well, cool. I, I like how very organized your your pop punk is. <laughs> Justin, you were going to say something yeah. about the uh, the the tech and the, you know, like performing out and everything. Well, what I wanted to say is like I, um, our first show, it was at a bar in Jackson and we didn't really know what what was going to be there. Uh, and we got there and they don't have an in-house PA, but oh, the bands no. that came up from Florida uh, you know, they had all the equipment. So they set up a PA and one of the guys was actually an audio engineer from the band oh Effort. And so like he Shout actually, yeah, so he did all the sound for all of us. So That's like luckily holy grail. Yeah. we didn't, yeah, we didn't even have to worry about it for our first show. Oh, you got spoiled. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, lucky. Yeah. Very yeah, because I I've done those gigs where you walk in and the guy's like, "Hey, I'm John. I do the sound. We've got the PA all set up here. Let's just run you through soundtrack quick." And then you know he's setting levels and we're playing. We're not paying any attention. And he's on the board, whatever. And then I've done the ones where it's like, "Um, hold on, everybody!" And you're running off stage to right. you know slide your mic. Oh my god, it's it's that. Those are the those are the rock star ones where yeah. you don't even have to worry about the PA, the sound engineering, you just show up, plug your shit in and have a good time. And then you leave, you <laughs> know, that's pretty much, yeah. that's, yeah. I, I, asking if they have a PA is probably a good idea before you guys get there. Just pro tip. <laughs> 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 you, you might want to double check on that before you go. So, okay. So you, you have a bunch of stuff coming up that, that skate event I think is going to be very good for you guys. Um, you know, yeah. if ever there were a band designed, to play such an event. I, I, I definitely think it's first aid spray. So, um, and then in terms of new stuff coming out, I mean, I know it's only been two weeks, but um, given how iterative you are, especially Adam, you sound like a little bit of a creative energizer bunny. I'm imagining you guys are not resting on your musical laurels. Are you already working up new stuff? Is there plans for the next album or at least next singles or? We've we've always got stuff in the in in the back of our minds of what we want to do going forward, but mm -hmm. uh, but at, uh, at this moment right now we're just really looking forward to just getting out in front of people and just yeah. plugging in and just being loud, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, whatever whatever gets recorded gets recorded. Yeah, we got a good set list and we want to go out and play it for a while and then probably get back in and write a seven ten more songs and then go play those. I think you've earned that, you know, spending, you know, I don't know exactly when you started writing, um, you know, but you have enough songs built up that you could over the last, you know, two years or whatever that you could absolutely ride on that for a while. And I mean, one of the things is that I find that playing out um, or playing live, at least it does tend to give you ideas for new things that you want to do, you know, yeah. so I have the feeling you guys will be um, inspired by just playing out too. And, and I cannot even imagine how much fun your audiences must have when you go and play out because I mean so talk to me about the stage show is this are you guys showing up in like onesies and thongs and you know beer goggles and like what what is the what is or you know are you are you more chill is there like a whole light show do you spell your name out and honey badgers on the, like a, what, what's the what's the what is the first aid spray experience if i'm going to be in the crowd um there's some uh good banter there's some good talking between songs not too much where you're like all right play the song but yeah. we like to <laughs> we like to get people involved and uh joke around up there just just like we do with the videos you'll see some comedy 
Uh, it's it's high energy. We try not to play it faster than the recorder, but sometimes your adrenal gets going, so you might play absolutely ten beats per minute a little faster sometimes. But it's the live experience. I think is just it's so much more just energetic because I mean you can hear it through the sun, but to have that bass drum thumping, getting yeah, your heart yeah. going, like it's it's an event. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys You're, think you'll stream any of those to Facebook? Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I do now. now. <laughs> <laughs> stream. No, we'll have to get have someone to, to do you it. Have to. I mean, I got the idea because I want to see it. You know, like I want to see first aid spray live. And since I'm not going to be in any of those places, that would really be the only way for me to get to do it. But I think that would be a blast. We're going to have to now. Yeah, we'll have to do sure. that. 100%. Put you on the spot. That's it. You have, have no Justin choice. Work out the technology. That's, it. Yeah. that's <laughs> it. And Justin is like, damn it, this woman. <laughs> More work. More tech for me. <laughs> so, okay. So I, I, I want to ask you guys this because I, I don't think I've heard anything in there that, that would answer this question for me besides just the genre that you play in. But what kind of music do you all listen to when you're not making your own? Hmm. Hmm. I listen to it. A lot. Um, I know that's a pretty broad answer. Yes, thanks, Andy. That sucks as an answer. Try <laughs> I, I listen to other music when I'm not listening to pop punk. I yeah, listen but, uh, to things. I do many things. I actually yeah. listen to, believe it or not, I'd rather listen to like a podcast or something new. I like to kind of learn or listen to comedy. I, I don't know. I have. I get stuck in rut sometimes, but I. Just, I don't like to listen to the same thing over and over. I can't stay on the radio because it's all the same stuff so finding myself in the, the facebook community and stuff that we're a part of is great because i've been doing just random music reviews i'll pick somebody out in my timeline like oh, yeah that's i like that Boom, pick one of your songs i'll listen to it and write a little review on it and uh i found some some great bands doing that even oh songs yeah like busy glizzy that's one of my jams, oh electric man. tardigrade yeah yeah, yeah that's song song. happening yeah yeah I love yeah that. You that's guys got to, yeah, you guys got to watch his interview. That's a really good one. But yeah, Aaron has a ton of really cool stuff out and, and, and so many songs, but yeah, busy glizzy, the, the glizzy uh, selections there are, there's fizzy glizzy too, as I recall. Um, but <laughs> if you haven't heard that one yet, but yeah. Oh man, Andy, we, we can talk. I have so many bands that I'm, you know, finding or whatever. I'm not going to use your interview to shout them out, but like just so many that, you know, you might not have even heard of. I'm finding new music every day too. So so when you are listening, it's more to the indie music community, but otherwise you're more of a comedy podcast. Yeah, I'd rather hear something huh. new. You know? Okay. Okay. That's cool. So, I mean, like, what about before, though? Like, growing up, what were your big... Oh, man. Growing up, like I said earlier, Blake Way 2, Animal of the State right. was the first album I ever burnt out. I was right. a huge fan of the Distillers. Uh, still am. I got to see them live in Detroit like two years ago this close to the singer Brody. My son is actually named after the singer of the band. His name's Brody as well. Aww, okay. Yeah. So big, big influences from the distillers and blink and then Aerosmith. My mom was a huge Aerosmith fan. That's really got what me, got me into rock and roll. Yeah. So yeah, those three would be my big ones. I think. Okay. Okay. All right, Justin, what about you? Uh, Let's see. So I was a teenager around 2006, and that was when a lot of bands like Mayday Parade, Panic at the Disco, uh, mm -hmm. Fall Out Boy were all nice. getting big. Those, oh, and Paramore, those were some of my okay. biggest influences. Not so much with like anything they've done in the last decade, but 
okay. those were huge for me. Um, but then I started getting really into Japanese pop, and that's actually what influenced a lot of my uh, drive to make creative bass lines is because every Japanese pop song I've ever heard, like they go crazy with the bass. They love uh, just, I don't know, it's just crazy to hear that stuff. Um, it's funny. Then, I thought for a second you said I got really into Japanese pot, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Okay." I'm that's like, the and then what were you just like plinking, uh, like, you know, like? And that's how he comes up with those tasty jams. That's yeah. it. I'm like, it's it's all that Japanese pot. I was like, I did not know that was a big pot uh, <laughs> distributor. But okay, yeah, Japan. Really, Japanese pop. You're right, though. That there there is an inordinate, and I'm I'm I've learned from um, trying to remember who told me that um that the there's also a huge metal community oh, yeah. in the in in japan um but so so japanese pop okay i don't think i listen to i know of k-pop but j-pop right. well, i is i don't know as well so what's that what's the difference like what makes it japanese um, pop besides the bass lines well uh marty friedman who used to be a guitarist for megadeth he's actually got a video where he explains it where it's more or less just uh like with american pop it's pretty uh it's kind of cut and paste i would say but with japanese pop you they tend to have more intricate chord progressions and they go on mm -hmm. a journey with mm -hmm. the song rather than repeating the same four chords over and over. Over and over, yeah. So you'll have like these really intricate progressions and then they oh. just love to noodle all over it with the bass. <laughs> and- Oh, um, that's cool. But so that's always been really influential to me. But then I started getting in, into K-pop actually too. Okay. Uh, because I think their melodies and the production are like unparalleled. They put so mm -hmm. much energy into it and like, I know it's manufactured and it's corporate, but I think good they, music is good music. Good music is good music. Yeah, and, and there's I, plenty that's manufactured and corporate that isn't good music, so right. that, that doesn't rule anything out for me. Okay. But I think uh, K-pop, it's so melodic. Like, the stuff I listen to, at least, there's a huge range of genres, but mm. it's so melodic, and uh, it just sounds so good. So that's where a lot... <laughs> so I feel like I kind of... Uh, try to infuse my brain with as much K-pop as possible. So the melodies are always floating around and ingrained in my brain. And now you know That's our good. secret sauce. Yeah. yeah. No. And you also <laughs> mentioned that some of the stuff that you were writing was more like sad emo kind of. Yeah. You know, so is that also like a genre so, that you, I yeah. mean, obviously I know some of the, you know, panic at the disco, whatever, like it's, but, but I don't think of Paramore, you know, as no. being sad emo in any way. So like what other, like what kind of bands, or is that just the way that you write, but maybe not? No, I, I, I kind of skipped over an era. I mean, I've been into so much different music in my life, yeah, but, yeah. but so pop punk was great in high school, but right after high school, I started discovering Midwest emo, which mm. it's very noodly on the guitar, a lot of twinkly stuff, um, mm. but it's all like sad sack shit. And mm -hmm. I was really into it for a while, um, but uh, I, and that's I don't know with my guitar writing that's what really comes out. But mm -hmm. uh, you know it doesn't really fit this band. So I've right. lately, actually, since I've been in the band, I've been listening to a lot of the old two thousands pop punk like Body Jar or Spitalfield, okay. like even older than uh, the stuff that came out when I was a teenager or Senses Fail, uh, the Used, and. Oh, these are That's, I've been listening to a lot of those lately to have more pop punk influence when I, you know, when I'm at practice or <laughs> thinking about writing stuff. So that's cool. But I, it's, it's I, I love when I hear musicians who are in a very specific genre like you are right now, who have influences and interests musically that are so unlike what they're doing. 
And then yet it manages to inform at least some of what you're doing. Um, You know, and I I think the fact that you are moving around so much on your baselines and the fact that you are coming up with more complex and intricate baselines, it, it, all of the things that you described to me, that that's kind of a through line, right? Yeah, so the end goal is just to yeah. be melodic as possible. Yeah. Whatever the means is to get there or what the song is that I'm working on. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you filled in that uh that genre that you had skipped over there because that I was yeah. I was wondering if like, okay, well if that's what he's writing, he must have liked it at some point. So okay, so we've got Aerosmith and we've got Blink one eighty two and we've got um you know, Japanese pop, K-pop, we've got, you know, minimalist emo, we've got, you know, pop punk, post-punk. Adam, are you going to tell me it's all Britney Spears? And, uh, <laughs> He's a jazz you know. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. It's, it's big funny. clarinet solo, yeah. I, I, you know, not to sound cliche when I say I listen to a little bit of everything, but, you know, some days, you know, you could go from Frank Sinatra to Slipknot, you know, it just. And who among us hasn't done that? I mean, their collab yeah, is one right? of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, there was, you know, growing up, I listened to a ton of Metallica and uh, uh, there was an interview with Jason Newstead, one of the former yeah. bassists of Metallica. Yeah. He, uh, oh no, I know Jason Newstead. <laughs> he had mentioned that uh, their quote unquote, homework was to just listen to as much music as possible mm-hmm. as much different genres and much, and just take it all in and then filter it through you and you know so you can take whatever uh you know this riff was a little mm-hmm. bit inspired by system of a down this riff was a little more blink this yep. this, this was a little more you know whatever as, as long as it can come through you and you can channel something you know it, yeah. It's music, man. It's music. It's music, baby. So, so you uh, won't listen to anything. Is there anything you won't listen to? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, I, I hate the cliche of uh, people saying, oh, that's not music. This is music. You know, just because it's not your taste doesn't mean it's not music. You know, right. so I, I really try to listen to, to everything. You know, I might lean a little less into country. You but can say it, pop country is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it's he funny. No I, it, poor, it, poor I, country. Like whenever people are like, if I, if I'm gonna get an answer to a genre you might not listen to, so often it ends up being, well, I don't really like country. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I look, I, I will say that I don't like country, and then I will sit there and just weep over Dolly Parton, or yeah, like, okay. you know, I, I mean, like. There, there is a lot of country that I like without realizing it. There's just a certain kind of country that doesn't yes. seem to do much Johnny, of anything for me. Hmm? Johnny Cash. That's my, like, I could sit and listen to Johnny Cash. If I had to listen to one artist for the rest of hmm. my life, hmm. it would probably be Johnny Cash. And wow. I could never do that. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Cash or just one artist or both? Johnny Cash. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see, I love it. And I'm not saying all country's bad because you throw on some 90s like Garth Brooks, Thunder Road, or something like that. I'm down. That's uh, that stuff's good. It makes you want to dance. It's got good you want to know my weird esoteric like 90s, early 2000 thing that is like a secret pleasure of mine. Yes. 
Garth Brooks had like a small but highly controlled and well-produced nervous breakdown where Chris he Gaines. decided to be Chris Gaines, right? Yeah. He wanted to be a pop star, right? So he had the, you know, the, like the emo hair. Wow. <laughs> he looked like Chris Angel. He had the eyeliner and he had the the black emo hair oh, yeah. and he had the little he had the little like soul, soul patch. patch thing. And it was not it was not what I would call panty peeler on any level visually, but he had this great song from that album. I want to say it was called Lost in You, but I might be wrong. It's a great song. And I'm sitting there and it was like, you know, when you, well, I was going to use an analogy that I probably shouldn't use. So I'm never, I'm not going to say that, but like when you're listening to something and you don't really know what you're listening to, but you like it anyway, it was that. And I was kind of like, all right, maybe I'll like other Garth Brooks. And then I went back to the Chris Gaines song because I, <laughs> it didn't work out for me. But like there is stuff if you're open to yeah. to listening to anything. Because, um, again, I might sit there and go, oh, I'm not really a country music fan. Dolly Parton's one of the best things that ever happened to the universe ever. And I don't Dolly's I don't know a single well, person sure. that doesn't love Dolly Parton. No, um, and Dolly. I think I think humanity would collectively like yeet them off the planet if they found one. Like everybody loves Dolly. So. Yeah, I, I think you're right to just to be open to stuff. I mean, every genre has at least one song that you're probably going to like. Or even yeah. if it's not a whole song, there's going to be something about it that works for you, resonates with you, whatever. And and I I think a lot of musicians, because there are only so many notes, right? You can only put them in so many orders. You can only come up with so many grooves. There's only so much, you know. But the more you listen to, the more, the more creative resources you have to pull from right and so like exactly. i think that's something that i think um because like you guys have um uh it's on uppers down simple bait okay that's a more straightforward rock song to me to yeah. me um you guys might not feel that way but like i heard more rock elements i mean it's a little more chill it's a little slower than a lot of the other stuff that you do and it still sounds like a first aid spray song, but it's a different side of first aid spray, it's, which is a weird sentence to have to form. But like it, it's there. There, I do hear other influences in what you do, even though you very distinctly are in a genre. You know, right. so I'm wondering how much of that comes out of the fact. I mean, Justin is over here listening to to a whole range of things that are really cool and not necessarily mainstream to what you guys are doing at all. And then Adam, right. you're listening to everything else. And then, you know, apparently um, Andy's just going to bust out at some point with like the weather from a podcast, or whatever, <laughs> you know, but like, but I love that you guys have, um, cause I do talk to bands where everybody, like if I'm like, Oh, what do you listen to? And everybody's like, Opeth, 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 Opeth you know, or cradle of filth or whatever. And like, fine, you know, or, or, you know, um, I hear Metallica a lot, you know, like regardless of what genre people are in, you know, there are certain albums that I think are just sort of, um, musical canon. Right. And, and, but you guys have so much, I mean, Adam, you alone are just listening to everything, but the stuff that you're listening to is different from what Justin's listening to. And it's different from the influences that Andy had when he was younger. So I love that you're all bringing all of that, you know, and, and, and that it, it's it is showing up in your music, but it's still it still yeah. sounds like your band. I, it, I, I think that's the best balance. It's it's funny because I I mean if you listen to a certain band long enough, you can say oh they've got a pattern or they've mm -hmm. got a formula or whatever mm -hmm. they've got a style. 
And, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to be that. I didn't want, if you've heard one first aid spray song, right. you've heard them all. I, you right. know, I, I want to make sure that, not that they have to sound different, but just, you know, I, I like to think of it more as a, I, I'd rather go to a buffet than a steakhouse. You know, that I may love the steak, but right. at a buffet, there's there's something for everybody. Some, there's, you know, it may not all appeal to everybody, but mm -hmm. there's going to be at least one thing that you can pick out that identifies with you that you can right. resonate with. First so. day spray, we're the buffet of music. There you go. <laughs> no, but uh, but I but right I think, I think too though that the genre that you're in, you know, punk in general, pop punk, it would be very easy to repeat yourselves from song to song to song because Definitely. there are certain rules of punk which sounds you know like an oxymoron because punk is supposed to be this sort of yeah, anarchic, you know, yeah. yeah but but it is. It you know you're generally going to be hearing driving guitar. You're going to be hearing you know very up tempo drums. You're going to be hearing usually fairly straightforward repetitive bass. Um, you know just like that like everything kind of pushing the song forward, and then you know vocals all the way up here. You might not be able to understand what they're saying. And again and like and every time I describe punk, I think it sounds like I don't like it. I don't mean that. I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I think you should date my friend, you know, not very attractive, bad personality, breath is terrible, but I think you guys will really hit it off. Like, I don't mean it that way at all, but it's like, it's, it's, if I'm looking for nuance, I'm not usually going to pull out a punk album, right? You know, like, I'm going to go to something else. And so I think being able to, to be, different enough while still being true to what the band is within a specific genre and then within the specific genre that you're in is a lot harder than it sounds you know um and it's why when i was listening through and i heard like hear me you know yeah. and i'm going okay like i it that one reminded me of um oh god it's the big papa roach um my life into last resort oh, um, yeah. it reminds yeah. me of that and i'm going okay so over here i was hearing you know journey combined with lump and some <laughs> 41 and blink 182 and then over here i was hearing the verve pipe and then here i'm hearing you know um like uh um burn pizza I'm like, if you took Jumpin' Jack Flash and you put it on crack, like, that's kind of how that sounds to me. It's just got like that for, you know, because of the riff and everything. And like, you, you, even those bands are not like each other, you know? And so, right. but it does all sound like a first aid spray song. And I, I don't know. I just, I think it's, I love that you guys are so genuine. And I could tell that if I turn off the camera, I'm going to have the same guys talking to me who are on camera that, that, you know, that you're the same guys that are in your reels. You know, you're the same guys that are on stage. This is, this is not, I think that's something that in, in any kind of performance, it can be very easy to be on. Right. And yeah, I sure. have a problem with on because if you're always on, first of all, you're looking for the off button eventually because you don't want anything right. to be on all the time, but it can also come off as fake. And then if it's not genuine, it's, 
like that uncanny valley of personality where you're like, I know I'm supposed to be having a good time, but I don't really like these guys, you know? And, and yeah. one of the things that I noticed is just, I kept watching stuff and I'm like, is there going to be like a fourth wall that they break here where I'm going to be like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so when the cameras go off, it's like, you didn't hold my hand in the right way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and no, like you guys are just you, you know? And I think that, that's part of why you are are becoming even more successful. And I think you're going to continue to become more successful. And especially after people watch the show, right? They're all just going to go out and, you know, we're going to have to come up with, you know, merch and stuff like that. And just, you know, we have some have little beards. Spotify. Yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah just, well, you, you, you've we'll got to make beards. beards. You do. You have to sell little beards on <laughs> strings, beards. you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, but like it, it's, it's because everything that you're doing is, you and everything that you're doing is real and the three of you are not like each other either so you know it's like we've got you know justin is the quiet beetle right and then like you know we've got you know adam and andy you guys are are a little bit more out there but like there's there it all works so well together um and i just i love that you guys are you're what i was hoping you would be when I first saw what you were doing, you know, and then your music is what I was yes. hoping it would be when I first started listening to it, you know, and that, and that it all works together and that you do know that you're listening to first aid spray, you know, like you do, you put it on and it's like, okay, you know, nobody else is going to be writing songs about laundry and Burt pizza. And if they are, they're not going to be that funny or whatever, but <laughs> then you have a song like wonder wife, which again, I know is still funny, but it's also, lovely in its way you know that it it's 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 a it's a it's a little bit of a love letter you know and again i think a little bit more rocked up as a song or at least that's that's kind of how it, it 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 came to me and and like that that there's depth there i think will keep people interested in your music and that you are not just making the same song over and over and over and over again will keep right. people interested so I'm interested to see what comes next, you know, what the three of you, because now you've really worked together more closely, especially on, you know, this, this latest um, album that's out to be expected. And I, I don't know, this is a very long ramble. And like, I don't know <laughs> if I even had a point, but I think I was trying to be complimentary and also just say that I, I am looking forward to whatever's next, even though I know we're going to, it sounds like have to wait a little bit for stuff because you guys It'll are be on the we'll road. You're going to be busy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. So, um, I don't know. I'm sad to end the show. Should we talk about something else? Sure. <laughs> Adam, what do you want to talk? What do you want to say? Uh, check us out on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. Heck, we're even on Reddit. We are. Uh, Facebook, First Aid Spray, at First Aid Spray. Uh, we've got merch. We've got shirts on our Spotify. If you want to check out our uh, Spotify account, we've got T-shirts available there. Uh, I have to get a T-shirt. I have to get a yep. first aid spray shirt. It has this little spray can Sam guy on yep. it. You yes. can't go wrong. Uh, yep. Check us out. We make reels uh, every day. If you don't if you don't want to listen to the music, there's there's a funny video that you might want to show your mom at some point. You we know? just did masturbation ones. Look out for those. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Maybe don't show those to your mom. 
Um, I did. My mom. My oh, mom we dedicated. She actually came out to a show, and we dedicated our song about masturbation to her. She yeah, loved yeah. It. She, oh, loved she loved it. She loved. She is. She's such a peach. She I suppose, yeah. in a weird way, since she birthed you, that kind of technically comes full circle. Pardon the pun, but um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sheila. Okay. Okay. Um, hey. I if anything, Your mileage may vary, people watching at home. You may or may not want to uh, dedicate the masturbation song to your mom. I'm going to go with <laughs> no. Um, I have the feeling Greg is sitting over in his console just quietly screaming to himself because we're talking about those two things in the same place. But okay, so you are, you are, you're everywhere. You're everywhere. Your merch is, is, is available. Your music is everywhere. You've got, I mean, you've got live shows coming up. I'm assuming you're going to keep sharing dates and locations and oh, yeah. all of that oh, stuff yeah. on your social media. So anybody who's in the Michigan area can uh, can go and, and see the boys, the boys live in the flesh with maybe just a tube sock. Who knows? <laughs> we don't even know where it'll be. Andy would probably wear it as a hat or a beard yeah. cover, you know. Yeah. My beard sock. Everybody's I think that would look. be fantastic, actually, if you go out and you do a gig and you just have a tube sock over your beard. <laughs> think hard. about the aesthetics of that, Andy. Just, you know, a little bit. Just think think about a little bit. We'll me. have to call you before our next show. Like, what ideas do you got? Lay it on me. <laughs> I'm going to be like glitter everywhere. Full body <laughs> glitter and a glitter beard bombs. tube sock. That's it. That's it. That's my that's my look for you. Or you do like the sprockets thing where you have to slick the hair back and slick the beard hair back and just wear like vinyl cat suits. Okay. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into that. Justin okay. is about to throw something at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shut up, don't do it. Shut up. Justin on stage, just covered head to toe in glitter, like that's what I'm expecting to, to see. You guys, I have to ask this question. I have to. Um because I, I can't imagine that you don't have a good answer for this, but do you have a super funny, super crazy, super weird story as a band, as a, you know, I know you haven't played out that much, but just over the years, anything that, um, that sticks with you guys where you're like, remember? Well, hmm. I, I just, I honestly, I just think back to uh, us early recording you know, <laughs> mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Uh, not to throw you at the dark, but Andy was uh, at the time living in a trailer, and you know, I just everything was so. It wasn't even half-assed. It was like a quarter-assed. <laughs> it was, you know, recording on our phones, thinking that that was good quality, or yeah, you know, yeah, writing yeah. a two-note song, and just you know, we'll kick ourselves because it's like, can you believe we made it this far? And you know, we wrote a song that was two notes or, uh, you know, believe it or not, we wrote a song about being stuck in traffic and having to use the bathroom. And, oh, yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, just real life topics. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you know, that's it. It's it's just, like your Hey Jude, you know, just everyone's going to relate to that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I just look back and I think uh, I think of where we've been and where we are now. And, uh, you know, it just. uh, uh the fact that we're on here doing a podcast, that the thought that somebody would want to talk to us, yeah, you know, no. it, it's. <laughs> oh, I don't like want to talk to you. You guys offered me a huge amount of money to do this. Remember, <laughs> yeah. so, you know. Hey, 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 <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, no, no. I and what's what's fun too is that you know because I'm posting the upcoming episodes, 
And, uh, you know, I think yesterday or something I, I posted now, of course, it will have been a couple weeks by the time this airs, you know, that you guys were going to be on the show and people are excited, you hey. know, and, and I'm getting the same kinds of comments in relation to that. Like, these guys are hilarious. Their music is so much fun. I can't wait to see what they're like. And like, to me, oh. that tells me that what you're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, but what you guys are doing as a band, as a brand, I mean, it's bullshit that as musicians, we have to do that, right? Like it should just be enough to make the music that we want to make. And then it finds its audience and everybody's happy, but that's not the world. Right. So right. there has to be like a gimmick or a whatever. And like, you know, some bands act like they're the new Beatles, the new Stones, the new Aerosmith, the new whatever. And that's their gimmick is like massive amounts of unearned confidence. <laughs> um, and it works for some people because it's kind of like, you know, the old adage of like, well, if you undercharge for your work, people are going to think your work isn't very good. But if you charge exorbitant prices, they're going to think, oh, wow this guy must be great. Why else would he be so expensive? You know? So sometimes you fake it till you make it. You actually make it that way. You guys are not that band. Like you no. guys are, you, you're not even brimming with earned confidence yet. So <laughs> we're going to have to work on that. But I mean like, but you know, but when your brand is who you are, I think people are always going to gravitate towards that because one of the things that is not so common in music in art, in life anymore is just being genuine. You know, yeah, I mean, everybody's right. got a shtick, you know, everybody's got a thing that they're doing and you guys don't, this is just who you are. It just happens to be really funny and entertaining. And then you're also good musicians. Um, and, and I think that, that that's, um, that's resonating with people. So when I am hearing like, oh, wow, they're going to be unboxing guests. Like, what's the date? Because I'm really, you know, um, I think Freaky Things said, um, you know, all of the episodes are good, but I'm really looking forward to the one with first aid spray because I got to see what these got. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky is a big fan of the show. Hi, Freaky. We're talking about you. Freaky, and um, and, a, and a, a, a good musician, you know, in his own right. And, and, you know, that's, that's the impression that you guys are making. So you got to keep doing the reels. You got to keep, I'm sorry, Justin, you got to keep, you know, and, and I do think you should be broadcasting, you know, live streaming your shows, your stage yeah. shows, because you know, that there is, um, there's an energy that you guys have that is the good kind of infectious. Um, you know, the one that doesn't require <laughs> penicillin or whatever, but like, you know, it's, you you're fun to be around you know and then the best thing about that is that then when you listen to the music the music's also good because there are a lot of people who are really good people and then when you listen to music it's like you know and i'm not saying anybody that but like you know i've heard that over the years so i'm like oh you know this musician seems really nice and they're auditioned for the band or whatever and i'm like they're really nice right Right. Oh, you know, and so, I mean, it, it's, it's, you're lucky that you have both, you have personality and you have talent and, and, and both are on display. So I'm, I, I don't be surprised that people wanted to talk to you. And I don't think I'm going to be the last interviewer that, that wants to talk to you either. I'm sure there are going to be, especially after this comes out and they see the, the beauty and the professional 
news anchor level just preparation that's gone into this and a microphone y'all i mean really look at that for a very long time i thought because i don't have my glasses on that that was just a really fancy beer can but it isn't it's a mic (laughs) look at that mic it's beautiful it's beautimous yeah it's beautimous so now i i um i think um you just got to keep doing what you're doing but really even if you don't live stream your show will you send me a copy of something or even just like a, a clip or something. Absolutely. I got to yeah, see first aid spray on stage. I have to. We, we keep most of it on stage, but some of it kind of spills off. Yeah, we spill out a little bit, but there's a lot of us, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe a very long tube sock for the beard or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> Okay. So again, I'm sad to do it, but um, I, we end every show, as you know, with a little segment that I like to call in the Vox seat. I'm going to ask you five questions. Okay. Oh, we're going to trivia. You're each going (laughs) to answer them. Justin is just, I'm waiting for him to slowly slide under the table (laughs) and just disappear. Um, And, and I, I, I cannot even imagine what I'm in for asking you guys these questions, but let me start easy here. If you have to sum up first aid sprays music, in five words or less, what would you each say? We each say five words? You do. Okay. You do. Otherwise, somebody would get one fewer word and, so and there the would be dissent in the words. band and whatever. You each get five. Five or less. It doesn't have to be five. Okay. But if you did five words and then I did five more words and then Justin did five words, that's 15 words. Okay. Look at that. Justin, your math skills are rubbing off yeah. on Adam all of a sudden. <laughs> That's as far as I go. That's I know. I was like, well, you t- said we we're going to math and look at this. It's it's like, you know, we're, 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 we're up in the stratosphere math wise here. You Let's each get you each get three words, uh, five words, rather. All three of you get five words. You don't okay, have to worry about one. the total. Yes. Smart. <laughs> number smart. one, math. <laughs> math. Now, um, actually, given that you guys are so spectacular at math, I'm going to have to keep you honest and count to five for you. So, okay. I'm, All right, well, here we I've go. Got, yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, my second, Use your one, fingers. Would be, second one would be... Uh, oh, you're sticking and, with smart. Okay. Yep. <laughs> second <laughs> one would be... Uh, are you sure, Andy? Are you sure you want to stick with... No, okay. Okay. Yeah, smart. Uh, energetic. Definitely. Fun. Oh, those are two of my words. Um out there that's two words but we can hyphenate it uh, we'll hyphenate it out there and fifth one would be unexpected okay so not to be expected it's unexpected (laughs) i like it okay all right now justin i'm gonna go to you last so that you can replace your two words we're gonna go over to adam what do do you got five five now adam five Five that's one hand okay (laughs) five words to describe first aid spray uh the the first word handsome Mm, oh yes i mean I almost feel like I shouldn't count that one because it's such a given, but okay. Well, yes. Obviously. Absolutely. Greg, come get your girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tall. Uh, tan. Mm. Uh, Justin's like, damn it. Those are three of mine. <laughs> dark and handsome. Dark. <laughs> Greg, I, Greg would ordinarily would not would not read this, but in the private chat, Greg just typed into the guys, "I'm watching you." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so handsome, tall, tan, 
Sexy, right? Sexy. Uh, Is delusional the fifth? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's close to one of mine. You know what? I, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. I like words. delusional. Like, let's keep that one. Uh, that's a good one. That's my five. <laughs> okay. Okay. So handsome, tall, tan, sexy, delusional. Who among <laughs> us has not dated at least one person who fits that description? You know, but okay, that that's might fine. Be our new album. That is. There you go. Hot and delusional, something like that. Okay, Perfect. Justin, we they've used all the words. All right, um, well, well, I do have the biggest vocab, so it makes sense I went last. <laughs> Dude, to the very end, to the very end, he's, he's better. Oh, <laughs> um, I would say catchy, authentic, and then my synonym for delusional is ambitious. Uh, and I can't actually think of two more words. I've just got those three. And I think I'm going to leave it with that. Okay. I'll finish his other two. <laughs> Amazing and honest. Honest. Okay. Yeah, real. Okay. Raw. Big daddy, real and raw. cool diesel. Shit. These are way. This is. I knew this was going to happen with math. I knew I gave you guys a number. <laughs> we, went, we went from 13 to 17 to like 24. But all right. All right. If we, if we amortize it, it's eight each. And then you guys have yeah. multiple personalities. So we're technically under the wire, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think all of those things with the possible exception of delusional <laughs> actually do, do apply quite well, quite well, quite well. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we, we, we've started off about as I thought we would on that. Okay. Your favorite thing, each of you about being a musician. Hmm. I think my favorite part would be gosh, just one. Um, that's a cardio. Cardio. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I tell I you love what. Because he will for burnt pizza, he'll drum and sing. And yeah. you know, I I get tired just watching him. <laughs> you know that dude's just screaming at the top of his lungs, breaking us. You know he's drenched in sweat. Uh, you know. Now I start to think I should write more drum and bass heavy songs so I can just kind of fall back and just let them kind of do all the work. You know? Start? He's been doing it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Adam, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but um, I get the impression. Okay, so basically you're just going to let Andy be moist and, and exhausted on stage, just glistening yes. like a little god up there. Yes. And you're just like going to sit back there, just aloof. You know, My back like, hurts from carrying, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's so about so the cardio, that's your I favorite part about being a musician. Okay. Dude, I'm going to also translate that into things like being high energy, performance, st stuff like that. Or is it yeah. just straight burning carbs? You're just... It's the energy. I, I love it. He has lost a ton of weight, and he looks awesome now. He looks incredible. I mean, I've always looked good. Yeah, well, yeah. Handsome, <laughs> tall, tan, sexy, delusional. No, but he does look good. Okay, so there we go. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, so, so much sexiness. Okay, so I think 
I'm going to, I'm going to absolutely guarantee that you are the first person to use cardio is the answer to that question, but I like it. I will take it. I almost feel like I should go to Justin so that Andy and, and Adam don't steal his answers first. So I'm assuming you're not going to say cardio. So I don't know what Adam was going to say, but what do you think, Justin, what's your Uh, favorite thing about being a musician? For me, it's really the creative outlet aspect of it. Like, uh, if I'm not doing music, I like uh, editing in Photoshop. Uh, just I'm always looking for something to do creatively. And when I'm playing a bass line or just anything musically, and it's like, I know I wrote it, and I think it sounds great. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the best part is when you've come up with something and you're like, this achieves what I wanted to achieve. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Yeah, Very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, yeah, like literally my answer was going to be uh, like satisfied uh, satisfaction kind of along those same lines of finishing a song and then listening to it it's in, in its entirety and just saying we did that shit mm. you know that's us you mm-hmm. know and you know nobody else did that we did that yeah you know? yeah so, yeah yeah i very pr- uh proud very uh happy um happy of what what we've done happy of what we're doing uh happy with what we're going to do yeah there you go that's good. No, and and I think that too will build the confidence. You know, the more you hear yourselves back and you feel like what you intended is what you accomplished, like there's no way that that you can't get more confident in that, you know. And I think you guys are you guys are you don't have the pom-poms um <laughs> you don't have the pom-poms or whatever for it, but you do cheerlead each other, I can tell. Not Justin. Justin is just sitting up there fucking knocking <laughs> everybody down. But you two, you know, Adam and Andy, you guys are cheerleading each other. Justin is just slowly throwing battery acid in your path. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, like, oh, all right. Play just like that, but better next time. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, that was good, except for all the parts that were horrible. <laughs> Do it again. So, okay, so that was your favorite thing. I don't even know where we're going to go with this, but the flip side question, what is your least favorite thing about being a musician? Cardio. <laughs> <laughs> um, fair, I think the fair. worst part about being a musician, especially being the drummer is tearing shit down. Hauling the drum set around is no fun situation. No, ever. you guys have it really hard. You really do. You know, <laughs> I show up with my microphone and my tambourine and, yeah. you're, and they're like, you know, you need a Sherpa, whatever you've got like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot that the, the whole thing though, the, you know, the load in the setup, the breakdown, the loadout, all of it. Or if you're using a house kit, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like a, a chinette plate on a stick and then, yeah. you know, just some barrel with a hole in it for a kick drum. You just never know what you're getting into. So it's smart to bring your kit, but I, I, mm-hmm. I, you absolutely, I completely as a drummer understand why you would say that. So, okay. So in that way, it really is kind of cardio. So it is your, yeah. your least yeah. and most favorite thing. Yeah. Okay. Who's going next? Do you want to? Sure. Um, I would say, what was it? My least favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really, I would say balancing like how much time and work it is with everything else in life, because you really only have so much time to achieve yeah. so much. And, while it is fun, it is also a huge time investment. And I think balancing that with, you know, hobbies, uh, work, uh, for these guys, marriage or kids, mm-hmm. I think that is probably the hardest part. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that balance is a big thing. That that's a, that's a frequent answer to it is just striking yeah. that life work balance. And, and, uh, it is, it's a lot of work. If you're doing it right, it's a lot of work. 
even if it's yeah. great, it still works. So, all right, Adam. It's a fun job, but it's still a job. Yeah. It is. It's true. Uh, least favorite thing. Uh, okay. Uh, gonna get real for a second. I will say uh, the, um, the the self doubt of you know uh, this is you know a, a pure form of expression mm-hmm. is uh, what I'm doing really what I want to do is this really the sound that I want to make is mm-hmm. this the message that I want to do with you know uh, uh, to go a little deeper you know uh, anxiety and depression you know some yeah. days you just want to bury your head in the sand it just yep be completely invisible. And, uh, uh, when you're in a band and you're up on stage and you're like, Nope, I gotta be the light bulb in the room. And if Mm -hmm. I'm not on, then the room is just going to be dark. And, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, you, I've found that I try to take that, but try to be the positive spin on it of, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, this is what I want to do. This is me. This is what, this is us. This is for state spray. This is the message we want to send. This mm. is the content we want to make. This is us. Yeah. Uh, and just try to make every negative into a positive. Hmm. I love that. And I, and I love how you say to get real for a second as if you have not been real for the last couple of hours, but, <laughs> it, but no, I mean, I look that that's another common answer on this show, you know, that, that, um, you know, I can't tell you how many people say, you know, you know, your own worst critic or the self-doubt yeah. or the insecurity or the feeling of, is it going to be good enough or people are going to like it or I like it, but then I put it out into the world and nobody listens to it. And that makes right. me think maybe it isn't good enough because if it were, people would be liking it more or streaming it more or whatevering it more. And like, and it, it is, it is so hard to be vulnerable period and to whatever kind of music you're making anything that you're creating if it's music if it's fine art if it's you know literature if it's whatever you are generally putting yourself out into the world and people can just shit all over that and it is terrifying you know <laughs> nobody's it's, it's, ever said anything bad about us <laughs> well no How yeah, yeah right <laughs> except, except for justin but he's in yeah. Yeah. So the, the calling the call is coming from inside the house there but I no the but terms. i mean like but it, it is really just to do that anyway. And then for people like so many of us, you know, musicians, artists who do struggle with mental health issues like anxiety, depression, Definitely. you know, whatever, um, it's, it's even more difficult because you're, and you know, what's great about, you know, the music industry such as it is now, but relative to where it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago is that anybody could put themselves out there, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to be signed. You have to, but the 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 double-edged sword there is that you also have these troglodytes on YouTube and whatever who are going to go on me like you suck, man, or whatever. Like, I mean, I was just you know looking um, researching for a, for an upcoming band and and you know went on their YouTube and they're very popular and and somebody was like, oh, this sucks. It's not like your old stuff. And I was like, Jesus, could people just calm the fuck down for five minutes, like? It's fine to be a keyboard warrior. You know, you can be a big yeah. man when you're sitting in your right. mom's basement eating like Fritos or whatever and like not doing anything. You know, being a critic is easy. Being an artist is hard. So I'm with you. Like, I, I cannot tell you how many people I've interviewed who've said very similar things, Adam, about just like. I will also say I was my harshest critic 
Now it's Justin, right? Yeah. And then we got Justin in the band. Look at you, Justin, lighting up a room and leaving. Look, that is the that is the most bright side thing to a dark statement I've ever heard. I used to be my own worst critic. Now Justin does it for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, I love it. Your your next album will have to be like my own worst critic, and it's just a picture of Justin. Justin. Uh, Okay, so. so I think you guys all answered that, right? It was the cardio and the self-doubt and the um, the work-life balance. So, all right. This one, um, people usually hate me for, but um, I have the feeling at least Adam will have an answer for it pretty quickly based on something we've already said. If you guys only got to listen to one album for the rest of your lives, just one, what would it be and why? I've broken Justin. Look at him. <laughs> uh, digging deep in the archives. I'm going to go with um, not Johnny Cash for you, right, Justin? The definitely not it. Johnny Cash. So, yeah, I'm just gonna, one. Just one. I'm going to say uh, the Distillers Sing Sing Death House. That's my album. I only have one. Look at you. Just bam. Just I know what out I like. with it. Uh, for me, it would be Carving Desert Canyons from Scale to Summit. They are uh, an instrumental melodic metal band where okay. it's it's metal, but they're actually super melodic and it's not a lot of like beat down and heavy, grungy, atonal stuff. Okay. And I think what really appeals to me about it is I can never get sick of the words. All I'm hearing is guitars. Mm. Mm. And uh, so I think that would be one if I really had to, that would be the album. You know, that makes me think of, because I, I will have to go, I have so much homework from this show that bands will, you know, give me names and, and I, I'm like, I, I never listened to them. I've never heard of them, whatever. But it makes me think if you don't already know, Justin, Death Pigeon, um, these are things that. I say now. I know Death Pigeon. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, to my kids, like, okay, hurry up. You know, mommy has to get home and talk to Death Pigeon. Like, these are things I say now. But um, <laughs> That's got to be such a cool life. <laughs> it, it, it does not suck. I'll tell you that right now. It's exhausting, but it's fucking, it's amazing. Like, every all of you guys in this community are just like, you make it so worth it. But um, J- JD from Death Pigeon and Neil have an album called Volume 2, The Rewiring of Humanity. And um, it, they just came out with an orchestral instrumental version of it. And um, I think you might really dig it based on how you just described the album that you would pick. Um, so my little Pidgey plug there. But um, I you think... Yeah, and the down. first album, yeah. Volume One, um, was was covers, but also instrumentals. So um, it might be a little bit of a different vibe because it's covers. But I think you might like that for the same reason. It's metal, um, but no lyrics to get tired of. Although the the, right. the the original album with the lyrics is pretty great too. It's based oh. on a short story he wrote, which is really intense. Um, that you might check it out. Yeah, if you like dark stuff, you should try that. But okay, so all right, so I have more homework. Did you say it again for me? Uh, Carving Desert Canyons by Scale the Summit. The other part of it is like it's metal, but it's mostly in major keys instead of minor keys. So I think that's something that really sets it apart. Yeah, okay. That's So it's instrumental metal, but you said melodic? Atmospheric? Yeah, Yeah, in major keys. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm very curious. I'm very curious about that. And I love that that's your answer when you also enjoy and listen to Japanese pop and K-pop. I love that. You are a, you are a (laughs) savage individual, but you are a very interesting dude, Justin. I appreciate it. So Um, all right. One more thing. That very first song on that album is called Bloom and Chris Ledford is the main songwriter. And he, they've, they've got like six albums out now, but he's still, 
at last I knew says Bloom. That first song on that album is like the pinnacle of what he always wanted to achieve songwriting. Yeah. And that's oh. definitely like, I definitely feel like I hear it when I listen to that one. Wow. Okay. So I will start with Bloom then. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. I'm, I'm still putting all those things together. I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining what metal in, in major keys would sound like. So um, it could either be really interesting or, or deeply unquieting or both, which is also interesting. But all right, Adam, you've had time. They vamped for you. Is it Johnny Cash? Is it Johnny Cash? haven't come up with anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, the Pee Wee's Playhouse soundtrack. Uh, oh, Chipmunk punk, I, yeah. I I think it That's might have to be them. it might have to be uh, his American uh, American Four that's got uh, that's got his cover of Hurt. Uh, that every, so it I is Johnny Cash. I, th- okay. I think it is. Yeah, I think it okay. is. Uh, there's just some about the simplicity of uh, every song is just him. An acoustic guitar and a piano, and mm. it's just that simple. And mm. just every song uh, sounds different, even though it's the same instruments. And his delivery and his, just that—that's one of those artists for me that just could could do no wrong, you know. Mm. Mm. Oh, but he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> musically, could do yeah. Musically, could maybe do no wrong, but but I mean, so yeah, because what the, the hurt is a Nine Inch Nails cover, right? That's the yeah. yeah. I remember when that came out, and at first I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it, because I mean, it's not like the original is lighthearted in any way, but there was something about the way, I, and it could have been largely down to the arrangement and just his hit the timbre of his voice, but. It really was depressing, man. That hurt. Oh, yeah. that was, it was that really that was did that. sort of like, oh, you know, it did hurt. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Johnny, I thought maybe because you said something like, you know, if I could only listen to one, you know, musician for the rest of my life. So I figured it might be a cash album. But okay, look at the differences at that anchor table there in your one <laughs> album. That's that's very impressive. Um, okay, this is it, guys. This is the last question. It is the most thought-provoking, um, raw, intensely emotional, personal, revealing of all the questions. And we've gone pretty deep today. We've talked about, you know, badger beards and tube socks and cardio and mom hearing about things she should never, ever have to think <laughs> about her baby doing. And, and here we are at your toilet paper roll. Does it go on the holder, if it does, with the paper over the top or under the bottom, and why? Over and if you guys top. need to cry over. or whatever, you know, over. feel free to take so it. If it's, a, if it's anything but over, we're fighting. If it's under, ew, get out of here, peasant. Gross. I dated, <laughs> I dated a girl once, and I went to her bathroom, and it was under, and uh, I climbed out the window and never saw her again. Well, Sheila, now you know what happened to Adam. Um, I don't know who she is, but there you go. He's Sheila's just his He's mom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Sheila. Sheila's oh, got Sheila. enough trauma for tonight. How funny is that? Watch Sheila now the next game. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you are a viciously, just vehemently over guy. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm not one to get very political, but yes, I am okay. a, a over okay. rather than under. Okay. So and I me, heard the word peasant coming from, from Adam. Okay. <laughs> I mean, from Andy. So, okay, Justin, I, scholar. I, 
remember when I first heard this argument and I was like, it matters. Uh, but now I do it over just because I don't want to hear uh, any flack from anyone. <laughs> just since like, uh, I don't use toilet paper. Actually, I <laughs> I'm do. I'm a bidet, bitch. <laughs> I do use a bidet though, because I pri uh, prioritize having a sanitary dumper. So <laughs> he's got a nice dumper. <laughs> There's another album title. <laughs> he's got a nice dumper. This one's like for you, Dad. That's right. That's right. It's the it's the bathroom cardio that you have the okay, okay. So cardio. you did not have a strong feeling, and then you were just basically punished into one by trying to avoid drama overdoing right. it the wrong way. Okay. Because the people that think that it should go over are very aggressive, as you've seen. And I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. Yeah. I got news for you, dude. The people who think that it goes under are equally vehement and also super defensive because they seem to be in the drastic minority. So, um, okay. So Andy, I think I know because I heard the word peasant come out of your mouth in relationship to under, but I think I know, but go ahead and lay it on me. Your, your reasoning for, I mean, who wants to be on the bottom when you can be on the top? You know what I mean? No. Hey <laughs> so yeah, roll tide over top all the way. All right. I'm not going to answer that question. I could, but I won't. But um, yeah, but it, <laughs> okay. So, so we have two strong overs and then one, I don't want to deal with it. So I'll go along with over. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought is, Justin, you might be the guy that pulled out the, well, the patent says that it goes <laughs> over because you, you seem like is, a technician. So I thought that might be it, but you don't even I, care. We'll have to look that up so I can bring it out in future arguments. There you go. That's, that's, such, a, that's such a Justin way of, that's just been him with this entire band of just, I'll do whatever they're doing. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Justin is a, a, a an enabler of the two I of mean, you. <laughs> can you imagine trying to compete with these two? What choice do I have but to try and fill in after they're done? I think the next next album title should just be Relentless Sunshine because I think that that is Adam and Andy in a nutshell. And then you just Relentless Sunshine and the Beaten Down Cloud. That's yeah. that's the that's that's it. It fits with like the Spray Can Sam and the Aerosol Symphony. It's the same kind of cadence to the title. So, OK, so we have a, a band full agreement, largely because Justin is just trying to avoid any sort of potential drama. Um, and does not want to be beaten down like the honey badger that we began this journey with. So um, you guys, um, you were a huge disappointment. This was like such a serious, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this this is everything that I I've thought this that. interview was going to be. I'm trying to compete with Justin for worst critic um, of the band uh. now, but in, right in the last, just in the, in the, in the clutch moments here, but you guys are great. I, I love that this was, um, as fun and as funny as I thought it was going to be, but you did not come out super over the top. We had to have a real conversation and, um, and get all the, the details. And, and I'm so happy for you that you are blowing up the way that you are. Um, it's very well deserved. You're clearly putting in the work musically, social media wise, everything. Um, I'm very happy to see what comes out of this live session on Monday um, that we will all have either already seen or yeah. will be immediately going to the first aid spray social media juggernaut to look up once this interview is done for those 
who haven't seen it yet, um, you know, go look up to be expected. They are everywhere. Like if, if there's a platform, there's just like a piece of wood on some sticks out there that's a platform and they've probably got an album just sitting on that on a beach we, somewhere we spray painted it if, if anything that's else, it we'll they're just they're they're it. everywhere they are everywhere they're on platform shoes they're just they're everywhere um <laughs> so just you know look them up follow them like subscribe um you know i don't even know what people do on some of these platforms um but just whatever it is do it um, go find them, go support them and go listen to them. Cause their music is a shit ton of fun. And, um, and the guys are just as great as the music. So thank the three of you, thank even you, you Justin, you. who may have been <laughs> dragged into this kicking and screaming. <laughs> thank I, you. A little bit. <laughs> Adam and Andy and Justin for joining me, chatting with me, um, showing me what life can be like in an idyllic world. <laughs> Yes. Thank, thank you guys so, so much, much. For having us. Thank we're you. So, we're so yeah. honored to I want to say thank you. Like I, we're extremely grateful for how much interest you've showed in actually listening to the songs and having feedback on them. It's very oh no, my very good amount of research you've done. Like you yeah. said, a lot of people we talked to was just like, "Hey, I saw you post stuff. I like your trivia video." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's um. Well, they're not wrong, but no, I just, I mean it's a treat for me. And, and one of the things that I enjoy so much about it is like being able to connect musicians who might not otherwise cross that way. And if I didn't know everybody's music, there'd be less of a way for me to be able to do that. So uh, plus it is just fun for me to get to hear what you guys do. And I, and I think that, you know, so often I listen to prep for these interviews and I'm like, why are, you know, like what makes the people who get on the radio, what makes the people who get, record deals get them when there's so much good music that I'm hearing that is completely unsigned and nobody knows and they're totally underground and you guys absolutely fit into that category because it would not be weird at all for me to turn on Sirius or whatever and hear a first aid spray song yeah. like you know Please. and especially <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to suggest Sirius start with Left to Give put that one out there first there's nobody who's going to complain if that's on your radio station so thank you for what you said um I appreciate it and I appreciate you guys and I can't wait to watch the um, insane trajectory, I think, is heading your way now that you've got all your tech hooked up and Justin is keeping you two in line. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much for watching Boxing Guest and listening if you're on Spotify, and we will see you next time. Say bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila. Bye, Sheila. <laughs>